0: hello and welcome to this week's episode of cinematic adventures it's a new year it's a new decade and therefore new movies are coming out yet. are you all right yes <laughs> what were you saying it's
1: not a new decade yet. The new decade starts in 2021. We come from one to zero, but whatever, go ahead.
0: Or from one to ten. We're never going to agree. I'm not having this fight. I don't care. This is the <laughs> kind of thing where it's just semantics and I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, anyway, new year at any rate. <laughs> and therefore, we are going to look forward and predict what movies we think will be the best of the year. Which okay, that's great. a call order, because that is not at all what my list is. We will look forward and see what we are mildly interested in. That's more like what my list is. There you go. <laughs> I'm Daniel. I'm JP. Alright. Before we do this though, I mm-hmm. saw Jojo Rabbit! Finally! Holy shit! This <laughs> movie, man, it's so fucking good. All the jokes revolve around the fact that the only people that believe uh, racist bullshit are idiots and children. Yeah. Even the people in charge that are promoting racist bullshit don't believe it. It's Uh, perfect. I wouldn't say that that movie was saying, because there there are plenty of people in
1: the movie who do believe it. It's just that the ones centered in this story, like the ones the most central to the story (laughs) didn't They got caught. I think it does a really good job of capturing the everyday citizen in Nazi Germany. Like, not all Germans were bad. They just got caught up in this
0: movement. If you didn't, if you went against it, you would literally be killed. I mean, yeah. And what what I like, what I really respect about this movie is that uh, it's like, oh no, these are fucking Nazis. And we're going to show you how horrible. All the stuff they're doing is we're making all the joke jokes right hitler's mm-hmm. his imaginary friend that's funny on its surface but like the imaginary friend version of hitler is standing in for his abusive father and uh as he learns more about hitler he's also learning more about um the abuse that him and his mother suffered before his father left it gets drilled into him a really intense scene. Yeah. It's so fucking good. And then he kicks Hitler out the window, which is just very satisfying. Yes. I love Jojo Rabbit. And, oh. But, um, so you have all of this racist rhetoric, uh, that he used to believe in and then learns that, like, uh, and then learns the, the truth and how he got caught up in it and that that's bad. And then. He nearly gets killed by Americans. Was it Americans or the Russians? Yeah. I thought it was. It was Americans because we saw all of the American um, iconography. We saw the flags and stuff. So yeah, they were Americans. Mm. Okay, yeah. Uh, and it's oh god, the entire thing is great for tone. It mixes in all the comedy, and then it it doesn't feel jarring when it goes really dark, which I was afraid that it would. Mm. To me, it kind of does just on the face of
1: what that darkness is. I mean, we're already giving spoilers, so you may as well just give a spoiler and just actually talk
0: about it. Like when she's killed, oh, it, it, that's horrifying. There you go. Huh? That's it's horrifying, I, and you ju- you don't even see her face; you just see her shoes, and it's so identifiable. And then he just breaks down, and it's the saddest fucking thing. Yeah, that is why.
1: So even though the movie is like it, it does, it is a. It, it, I wouldn't. I struggle to call it a comedy. It has comedic moments, but I wouldn't say overall its tone is is a comedy. Um, it's more like a dramedy. Like there's drama and comedy, but um, that. but it, that's why I couldn't call it uplifting. Remember when I was like, "Oh, Jojo Rabbit is really good, but it's not uplifting." But last well, Christmas, it's, it's not uplifting. It's definitely not uplifting. It's because about Nazis. And so. Yeah, it's about Nazis, and even though like they get defeated in the end, it's just that they were a day late, and now he's an orphan.
0: Uh huh. That's fucked. That's- I I like the um the Jewish girl in it. Uh, I think she's very fun, and I think that that she's just that when she's like, oh yeah, yeah, we have horns and we'll eat your kids or whatever. Yeah, it's <laughs> fuck. It, she's she's having she's just messing with him. And considering that she's hiding from Nazis, it's good to have levity. Yeah, well, I mean, she realizes he's
1: just a stupid kid because if he wasn't a stupid kid, he wouldn't believe the you know the Nazi propaganda. Because remember, in the very beginning, like this movie is like the ultimate character arc. Because in the beginning of the movie, he desperately (laughs) wants to be a good Nazi. And he genuinely believes all of the propaganda that he's told. And then by the end of the movie, he sees the fall of the Nazis and realizes not only how that worldview was wrong, but on a personal level, he gets, you know, he has that impact of, like you said, the metaphor with his father and him kicking out, you know, his imaginary friend of Hitler, and then also with his mother dying. And then he now becomes best friends with this Jewish girl that he... Immediately hated in the beginning. So, like to me, it's the ultimate. Like, it's it's sad that it's a, a this big of a character arc in a coming of age story because he grew up during that war. It's, like over the course of just,
0: like a couple of months, he grew up. I I can't but, emphasize enough how happy I am that this movie is really good. Because if it was, if I didn't like it, I've been anticipating this fucking thing for about a year. Well, knowing you, yeah. So I here's was the th- so excited. Taika Waititi is probably the best director of the decade.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's because here's the thing. For me, again, we all know me. Everybody knows this. It's all about story, right? So when someone like Christopher Nolan or Ryan Johnson, people are like, "Oh my God, they're such excellent directors," and I'm like, "Yeah, they direct actors well, and they direct the the they direct the visual." <laughs> aspect of film. All of that is beautiful, but then when you look at the actual stories, they're not that good. But then Taika Watiti, he does he's almost the opposite. Like he doesn't really, with the exception of like Thor Ragnarok, he doesn't give that much of a shit about like the visual aesthetic. He focuses almost entirely on the story. And he uses the characters to be the colorful part of the film. And again, Thor Ragnarok is the exception to that because Thor Ragnarok had like a color palette
0: explode. oh yeah he basically uh vomited crayons onto the screen well well, he took a lot Uh, of inspiration from jack kirby who is the man
1: who created thor in the comics that basically if you look at thor ragnarok
0: it looks like jack kirby's comic come to life has he done any straight up dramas i know this is a drama comedy but he seems to be focused mainly on comedies Cause he's a funny person. Have you ever watched him for three minutes? He's like, so good. He did a TED talk
1: about creativity. And it's, it's natural rhythm. Yeah, and it's for him. Like he's he's talked about um, how he comes up with a script, and it's it's difficult for him to pin down like the you know the hard parts, like so and so enters and da 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 da. But then when it comes to like the 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 actual comedy of it, he can do that in a heartbeat. Like he can just easily improvise that. And he allows improvisation on set, as long as it fits within the character of you know, of and the situation, he lets it happen. And I think that's why Thor Ragnarok is thus far the best Thor movie because of Taika. There are a lot of people who can't stand his directing. They they think that he's like some people. I've heard people call him a hack, and I'm like, he's
0: good at what he does. People
1: love this. Not a real
0: criticism.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a criticism
0: people use when they don't know what they don't like about someone. Exactly. I think that if you don't like his style of comedy, he's very direct and open about what he does, but he's Mm -hmm. also very popular because he's good at what he does. It's like, um, I like a movie called The Love Witch, and you saw the trailer and you're like, there's no way. No, yeah. But that's not saying that it's bad. That's just saying that that style doesn't work, but it's very open about what it is and it's very well done. So, also, Scarlett Johansson. It's great when she's given stuff to do. Mm, yeah, I I really like Scarlett Johansson in this, and I've never liked her in something like the Avengers because she's outshined by literally everyone.
1: Um, I don't like her in the Avengers just because I think she's not necessarily good casting for that. I for Black Widow, I would have gone with someone like Charlize Theron or Mila Kunis, you know, someone who could actually have like somewhat of a Russian accent. Um, <laughs> but. Well, because Mila Kunis is Russian, uh-huh. um, but you know, aside from that, like that would have been my perfect casting. Aside from that, I think the MCU is perfectly cast with that one exception. Um, and but like, I preferred her earlier work, like *Girl with the Pearl Earring*. Um, her when she was like on the indie circuit before she became popular, <laughs> that to me, she was. That's I like that acting I... better than this. But honestly, I haven't seen *Marriage Story*, so I can't really comment on her latest endeavors uh you Blast- can comment Blast- on Jojo Rabbit like, though. how did yeah. you, did you like her in Jojo Rabbit yeah but that came out like two months ago so but sure. Marriage Story came out like a couple weeks ago and I, I just haven't seen it yet
2: it's okay. on Netflix two
0: months man two months it came out in New Zealand and then it came out uh in America and now finally on the on the on the last day, I can't even put it on my 2020 list Because it came out like two days before the end of the year. (laughs) It's hilarious.
1: (laughs) It's like we were talking about movies last night, and I was like, oh, yeah, you got to watch that. And then you were like, yeah, if I can find it. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, you're not
2: here.
0: Yeah. Also, (laughs) the room, we were talking about the room and how I need to see it first important because i live where it was
1: filmed so you can like just ask your neighbor like hey you got a copy of the room and like somebody's gonna have it
0: Uh, (laughs) one it's not on streaming anywhere i can't buy it anywhere two it's on a distributor yeah so he's on ebay yeah uh so no one's selling it and three if it was on ebay it'd be like 50 dollars, and i'm not paying 50 dollars for a shit movie this is all true. It might be easier for me just to find it here and mail it to you. I mean, because, that'll work. Cause that, yeah,
1: I, I didn't think about that. Because it is, like, it's an iconic film here. And when I mean here, I don't mean U.S. I mean, like, specifically in L.A. Because I remember, like, when it... I remember the buzz being so huge about it, like, 10 years ago. Like, oh, man, you have to see this film. It's the worst film ever. It's so good. Like, it, it rivaled Batman and Robin. Like, it was it was that bad, and everybody was like, you have to see it, you have to see it. And then I saw it, and I was just like everybody else, like, you have to see this film! It is so terrible, it's glorious.
0: But I it was like, that with
1: cats. the mobile thing, it wasn't even on the internet. It was like a person-to-person here type of thing. So okay. that's why, like, for me, it's like, oh yeah, just get it from anybody. But <laughs> <laughs> but then I realized, like, wait, no. I Like, the rest of the world is not LA. Yeah, Other
0: people exactly people do do distributing it. Distributing? Yeah. Distributing. Uh, he's not, yeah, thanks. He's not spreading it out. Um, <laughs> it's like a virus and it must be contained. So that's my number three of 2019. Hooray! Yeah. Um, <laughs> An amendment made in 2020. I love it. Uh, I also have another amendment. There's a documentary called Never Surrender, which uh-huh. was made by Screen Junkie, and it's really good. It's about um, it's a documentary about Galaxy Quest and the concept of fandom. The the um Galaxy Quest um is basically the Spaceballs of Star Trek. Uh except that it feels like real Star Trek. Like if the cast of Star Trek was in this movie, then I'd buy it. Okay. Um but Never Surrender is a documentary about that. It celebrates Star Trek, Galaxy Quest, and the concept of fans. Um it's brilliant and it's about my one of my favorite movies galaxy quest yeah i love galaxy you would i love star trek so having a comedy about star trek that celebrates star trek is you know good for me i watched a little bit of the tv show star trek but i
1: never got into the movies so i guess if there is a star trek versus star wars thing i was star wars I just, I don't know why. I just, Star Trek was never that interesting to me. I've seen the J.J. J. Abrams Star Trek movies, which I know just like got me a lot of hate from some people. But, but, um, yeah, I, I like the J.J. J. Abrams versions of Star Trek, but I don't know. I never right. got in. I never got into the original Star Trek movie ones, mainly because I feel like there are 90 of them. And it's like, you don't, like, I don't know.
2: I
0: counted, there is as much Star Wars as there is Star Trek now. Well, yeah, that's because
1: they keep putting out Star Wars. But Star Trek, like the last movie was 10 years ago and they're still like
2: 47. Uh-huh. So, so Plus all
0: like, the TV series and stuff, it'd be hard to catch up. It's like Doctor Who then, at this point. All, the difference is like with Star Wars,
1: everything is different. Everything, like there's there's a subtitle for everything. So you know where, and they, they are episodic. So you can literally be like, oh, episode nine. Whereas with with Star Trek, I went to watch one the other day. Actually, it was yesterday or the day before. I saw it on TV, and I was like, oh, let me see what everybody's on about, you know, Star Trek. And they they aren't numbered, but the the TV, like, it was on on demand. The TV had put it, like, one, two, three, four. But it was, like, one, five, four. I'm like, wait, what? And then I realized, like, there just was no number two. There was no number seven. So I was like, all right, screw it. And they're just like they're all over the place. And they, but here's the thing, though, like the titles are like "Wrath of So and So," and I'm like, "Well, So and So, oh, you got to watch the first movie for that." Well, where's the not first really, movie, oh. you
0: have, no, it's not the first movie that you have to watch. You have to watch uh, series two, episode six. Yep. See, Nope, not doing that. You're um, not going to. It, it, you know it what? Would be if Star Wars. Made you Read the
1: extended universe in order to get the movies, as opposed to just the movies standing on their own. And that's the thing star wars did i'm not saying that throwing out the eu was good what i'm saying is with star wars the movies are the source material not the other way around so you don't have to read the comics <laughs> or watch the cartoon or anything to get anything you get yeah your appreciation until you get to certain movies and you're like fuck everything but then <laughs> but some movies hate hate the eu but, um, if, the, the, but you don't the, have to watch it to, in order to understand the
0: movies. The movies themselves are canon. The thing Actually, that the, is the difference is that the TV series is the thing, right? And then the movies are like supplementals of the TV series. Right. Um, and the TV series went on for what, 11 years? So there's just that, way too much. More than that, because you have uh, three, three years for the original. And then you have seven years for The Next Generation, seven years for Deep Space Nine, five years for um, Enterprise. I and I'm not doing you all know, this. It's started that. in the 60s. It's like Doctor Who. You don't even have to finish it. Like you've already, once you said, when
1: you were like three years for the original, I'm like, okay, that's not terrible. I can binge that in like a month or so, like maybe a week or two. And then you're like, and then... And then, and then you're like that chicken. Where and dude, where's my car? And then, yeah, no, I'm done. I'm not watching uh, all that. Yeah, Star
0: Trek. Star Trek is like uh, Doctor Who. It's been on for fifty years, uh, sixty at this point. It's not, ha- not happening. I'm watching all it's that. Fine, you don't and, have to watch Star Trek.
1: Like I said, I like the J.J. Abrams movies because those stand on their own. Yeah, J.J. has
0: basically rebooted Star Trek.
1: Or yeah, you don't have to have seen anything to be able to understand the J.J. Abrams films, and they're perfectly fine. So the three that we got, which are the only three we're ever gonna get, because four
0: has officially been axed. Um, though, a those are the short track that I like. That's a shame, but they're not like that. they weren't making money. Um, the no,
1: it's not because of it. there are internal reasons. It's it's got a lot to do with Bad Robot and J.J. Abrams and contracts and all kinds of stuff. It's not. It had nothing to do with. Money, okay. I mean, money was a, money was somewhat of it. Money was an issue, but not the not the films generating money it was more like they didn't want to pay their actors,
0: and they were uh, trying to squeeze out a robot. And they're just it's a whole bunch of. You'll find not love. watching Star Trek. Star Trek is a lot. It's a lot, um, and it you. It's like getting into Doctor Who at this point. There's just so. I wish things.
2: we had
1: sound effects because, like, when you did that, I would have totally played Anthony Mackie talking about Tom Holland. When he was like, it's a lot.
2: <laughs> yes. I
0: would have totally done that. Would have been awesome. But yeah, those again, like, are now my top ten. List.
1: Thing, it's a good thing that, number one, I don't edit these. And number two, that we don't use those. Because if I edited this and we use those, like every other word would be something that I'm interjecting in from something else because I think in movie quotes. So yeah, let's, <laughs> let's get on. our top most anticipated movies of 2020, which... May or may not be an even number. For me, it's an odd number because there's You're just definitely not a lot. Not 10. Yes. Yeah, any, like whatever. It's what we saw and we were like, hey, I'm definitely going to see that. And then we might get a hint on some stuff that we saw and we were like, meh, I
0: could see it. So
1: <laughs> you go first, as is okay. custom
0: in the future. So my uh, number 10 or whatever, I don't really have a 10, but my but this is definitely on the list is every single movie that had a limited release in uh, in America but is getting a wide release this year in Australia because of the oscar oh so i don't know what they are but any of them wait you <laughs> you just your most wanted is
1: like a list of movies that are that have, have already been out and they're coming out for you
0: yeah like 19 19th- Un- well, I don't oh, know about Uncut Gems. Um, but anything that gets an Oscar nomination. Uh, well, until, until, <laughs> I don't think that happens till the end of the month, does it? No. Um, but my actual first one is uh, Tenant. Interesting. Uh, which is a new Christopher Nolan one about time or something. Like all of his movies, it's about time and <laughs> cinema. Time or something. I love it. You have no idea what it's about. Nope. But it's uh, directed by uh, Christopher Nolan. And because I don't care that much about story, I'm going to at least want to see how he presents whatever this movie is about. Uh-huh. It's literally, l- literally, the description is plot unknown. The pr- um, project is described as an action epic revolving around uh, international espionage and time travel probably.
1: <laughs> this that's,
0: is uh, because it's directed by Christopher. yep I was I
1: mean I I knew that I was just gonna not say it but yeah okay um I can't remember I know I've seen a trailer for Tenet or teaser I think I don't know if it has a full trailer <laughs> but I can't remember <clears throat> probably because I didn't find it memorable
0: but yeah um alright then <laughs> what's your next movie uh The Gentleman that's out now I haven't seen it um but it looks like kingsman okay explain it in your best way uh a drug lord tries to sell off his highly profitable empire and the um and the presentation is um it's like the kingsman it's very uh it looks very goofy uh it looks like an action movie and um, it looks like a comedy. Uh, it is. It looks like The Kingsman, and I like The Kingsman.
1: That's that's all you got. It
0: looks like that's King all I Man. got. It looks like The Kingsman, and I liked The Kings, and I like The First Kingsman. Yeah. Okay. I can't uh, emphasize enough how much I um don't know what's coming out next year. I looked it up, and apparently the next Kung Fury is coming out though. I, fuck this one. list! I'm excited for Kung Fury. Kung Fury was made for five bucks. In, the, in someone's basement. Someone, someone bought a green screen. They were literally were riding a dinosaur, and the dinosaur was this shitty CGI monstrosity. But, uh, but the fact that it was so uh, cheap, and it, it was just it's sort of a fan film of 80s action, I'm just like, yes, I love it. It's so dumb. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Uh, it's a short movie. gets like 10 minutes. It, it has oh. David Hasselhoff in it. <laughs> well, I mean... We'll do anything, uh-huh. uh huh. <laughs> uh, that's the one I'm really excited for. And what was it called again? Because I don't know, it's called Kung Fury. His part, he's a cop, and a, uh, he has the he was bitten by a, a snake, uh, and struck by lightning at the same time. So he got the powers of a magic kung fu powers, and his partner's a dinosaur, but he quits the force because he doesn't want to work with his dinosaur partner. Is this anime- insane. No, it's not. It's mainly CGI. It's so, so, so bad. But I think it's bad on purpose, so I'll give it credit. It's just using stupid... So it's right up your alley. Oh, my God. It is exactly my movie. Okie dokie. Oh, I didn't put it on the list, though, because I didn't realize it was coming out until I looked it up before we did this. I've never heard of it. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Would have stayed that way (laughs) had you not mentioned it, so... You know, me. I can let that happen. Yeah, yeah. And yet you hear and... Anyhow. Yeah, but <laughs> that's not because it was bad, that's because it was sad and depressing. And all the people were assholes. Yeah, they all were. Anyway, okay. so next what? one is the new James Bond movie. Okay. Um No, time, no to time, time to Die. I like James Bond. And I and and people are like, but he's like sexist or whatever. And I'm like, the old ones were. This guy is just sort of miserable. <laughs> what? Um, I, I really... I oh, really, really like less sexy than the other ones? He's less sexy. Oh, trust me. Those old ones were extremely sexy. Yeah, but he's not... Not. I said less. Um. <laughs> and uh, look, it's James Bond. I am going to watch any James Bond movie ever. Even the bad ones. Especially the bad ones. There's one where James Bond is um, surfing in a suit, in his suit, he's surfing and it's so shitty green screen. I love it. So I'm excited. Okay. And now finally we get to the actual good ones. All right, go for it. All right. So universal studios had the mummy and they're like, we're going to take the horror out of horror movies. And then everyone's like, fuck off. They're horror movies, go, no, go to hell. And then no one saw it. And then they're like, but we, we turned them into superhero movies, we did what Marvel did, why didn't it work? I mean, I get that, it, that the writing was shit and that um, Tom Cruise insisted that they call him young every five and a half minutes, but, but why, why didn't it work? And then someone saw the old horror movies and they're like, oh fuck, these are horror. Did did anyone, why didn't anyone tell us that these were meant to be scary monster movies? I feel like this is your own version of Pitch Meeting. Oh God, I hate The Mummy. But (laughs) The Invisible Man's coming out and The Invisible Man looks awesome. They, They took the concept of The Invisible Man and they said, what kind of person would want to make themselves invisible? Oh my God, a sociopath that wants to... It's basically a ghost movie where he's haunting his wife, but he made himself invisible on purpose to fuck with her. <clears throat> it it's so it, it looks so good. And it's done by Blumhouse. And Blumhouse is a uh hit or miss, but it's done by Blumhouse, so you know it's gonna be horror and cheap. Which is your forte. And I'm I'm very excited to see it. It's going to depend a lot on her acting. I forget what her name uh Elizabeth her? Moss? Oh. Yeah. I haven't seen the trailer yet. Uh it's great. So basically, Blumhouse was like the universe came to Blumhouse and is like, hey, we want to make a movie of the invisible man. And they are like, Invisible? That sounds cheap. I mean <laughs> These seriously are like your own little pitch meetings. <laughs> yeah, I I'm I, I get excited for things. Um and it's great. Um so basically they're like, well, how do we make the Invisible Man a monster? And they're like, oh, just make the reason that, he's, uh, that he wants to become invisible horrendous. The trailer opens with, the, with him having faked his death. And I know I'm spoiling this, but like, this is the premise. He faked his death, and uh, the, I bet the, like, the, the, first cup, the first act is going to revolve around them thinking that she's crazy and her thinking that he's dead. And then it's going to be revealed that he turned himself invisible to fuck with her. And there's like, he has a fortune, which is like, you get $5 million, but there's an insanity clause. So he's going to drive her insane, or at least make people think that he, she's insane. This, the entire movie revolves around this utter, utter monster messing with his ex-wife and okay. her to overcome that. And prove that she's not crazy. Okay. I'm very excited for this. And it's coming out in February. And as we all know, February is when horror movies come out. Because it's definitely not January is when shit movies come out. You start getting good movies in February. No, no, no. No January is the beginning. January is the end of
1: the good movies. (coughs) Like what you said. Like the movies that weren't on wide release at the end of the year. the, The Oscar bait ones. They mm-hmm. finally do come out in January and then the new ones for the year are usually shit and then February continues the shit trend and then decent movies don't start coming out till
0: March. I, good movies towards the end of February too. if that helps. And also it looks really good. Mm-hmm. I, I At least the trailer looks good. If the movie's terrible, I'm going to be so sad and it's going to be um, like when I saw Pet Cemetery and got pissed because they were an idiot. <laughs>
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> I love your assessment of movies. It's hilarious. <laughs> he should have built a fence. That entire movie could have been avoided if he was an idiot. If he wasn't an idiot, it made me so angry. Okay, I don't remember what happened to the rest of movie. Anyway, superhero yeah. movies. There's a lot of them coming out this year. I don't care about most. Most okay. of them look fine. Black Widow looks decent. You can't okay. get on my list with fucking decent. But if you made Wonder Woman, for example, and then your sequel's coming out and it looks bright and colorful and fun, mm. maybe that'll be on my list, Wonder Woman 1984. They even explain that why uh, Steve uh, Trevor is back. It's Steve Trevor, right? There's lots of stuff.
1: Yeah, Steve Trevor. And what Charlie did you see? Because I did not see an explanation for why he's
0: back. Uh, the back guy brings him back. It, he's it, it opens with, like, we're going to make your dreams come true. And then he's back. And I'm like, okay, he did it then. Cool. And, and <laughs> oh, he's okay obviously then. the bad guy, so the bad guy brings Steve Trevor back, and it's probably going to be like, uh, he's back, but like he's got a separation. Okay, I, was not,
1: I was not paying attention to that trailer because I thought the bad
0: person was a woman. Uh, there's also Cheetah. Uh, she's in there, and she's also evil, but the mastermind is is um, this guy. Oh. Or okay. maybe it's Cheetah, and they're yeah. trying to hide that.
1: Yeah, I thought that the mastermind was a, was, um,
0: a goofy-looking woman. Anywho, okay, so um, so was Wonder Woman actually on your list? Yeah, it's number I don't know what number it is, but yeah, it's on my list. Okay. I love Wonder Woman. Uh, what else is on your list? It's the best DC movie, and the sequel looks just as bright and colourful. Honestly, uh, the, like, the colour palette like threw up on it to me. But whatever, go ahead. That's Thor Ragnarok, though. That's not untrue. Yeah, but um, I, with Thor, better <laughs> anyway. We'll, we'll judge what? the movie when it comes out. Um,
1: I'm talking about the. I'm just talking about the color palette, like just the 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 look of it. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. Oh so, my
2: god!
1: Another Disney ride into a movie. Why? Yeah, uh, Jungle you know, Cruise. Yeah, Jungle Cruise. I just I was watching a trailer for it and. I but why I know why Pirates my brain is going is brain no, because because Pirates of the Caribbean and I mean it's the exact same thing but you know just but why okay anyway go ahead sorry
0: yeah go ahead. Uh, everyone wants to build universes because Marvel was good at it not realizing that Marvel didn't uh, maybe have had that plan on the back burner but started with movies first um, I don't know that this ties into the Pirates of the Caribbean universe. I think it's
1: just a cash crowd. No, well, it's,
0: it's not a world building. It's just like what they're just chasing trends. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, they they're not chasing trends. It's a Disney
1: movie for a Disney property. They're just doing the same thing over again. Yeah. It's not a they're not chasing trends. It's them. It's the same yeah. company. And they have they, they have Pirates of the Caribbean. So they were like, Well, the Pirates of the Caribbean died down. Let's do another Disney ride. So they'll like in probably in 20 years we'll get freaking well we can't get finding nemo because those are reversed um because so originally at disneyland there was a finding nemo ride but it wasn't the nemo that you're thinking of like it's not based on the cartoon it was based on the character nemo from like league of extraordinary gentlemen um and so it would get on his sub that's your reference point well because it was like the eight like i went to disney I, i live in southern california right um, right. and Disneyland is like from where I live, it's down the street. But, um, Disneyland is like when I was a little girl, we would go, and my favorite ride because I am a big chicken and don't like going on actual rides. My favorite ride was Finding Nemo or was the Nemo ride? It wasn't Finding Nemo, it was just Nemo. Um, yeah, but it was Captain Nemo. Sorry, it was Captain Nemo, Captain and, Nemo, um, not the fish Nemo, right? Captain Nemo, not the fish. And then, of course, after the movie came out. And it was such a huge success. Now it's Finding Nemo. They redid it, and I still like the ride, and I think it's cute and fun. And I still, it's still like the only ride you're ever going to get me to go on because I'm a big wuss. Um, That's funny. but I just think it's funny that like it's still named Nemo, but they changed it. And the reason why they changed it was to because they had better branding. It was their property still, but they had better branding. Like why make it Captain Nemo that nobody had ever heard of anymore when there's Finding Nemo. And that's it's what I think the Jungle Cruise is. Jungle Cruise is, well, we did Pirates of the Caribbean. We did like 90 of them. They're already out. You know, no like Johnny Depp, has, his, his reputation has been tarnished now. So we can't really milk that cash cow. Oh, I know. We'll use The, the, the Rock. Rock and we'll do Jungle yeah. Cruise.
0: Just so it clear, so The Rock doesn't the really open movies. Yeah, he does. Like he opens Pink. some movies, but some movies like Rampage or whatever, Oh, Rampage was crap, but
1: it still made its like it made more money because The Rock was in it than it would have. Like nobody would have seen that movie if The Rock wasn't in it. Like not okay, one person. Because yeah,
0: it, I, it's I, I garbage. Thought that it was in a like a sliding scale. No, it's like like when I, mean, I saw it, the trailer, I knew. I knew that it was
1: like total dumpster fire from the trailer. It's again, it's a video game movie. We're not good at making those yet. Um. And well, I guess Jumanji is like the best version, the closest
0: thing to that, but it was a board game, so still whatever. Um, but the turned into the, a video uh, game in the reboot though, or the sequel. Yeah. And that one that one worked, but that's not based on a video game. That just uses it. It's, it's like record on- Ralph. Record Ralph is not based on a video game, but it uses the aesthetic. That's what I'm saying. Um so but yeah, like when you saw the trailer for Rampage, you're like, oh this is this is bullshit. Like this is
1: stupid. And the only reason why anybody, including myself, I saw it because at the time I was on all the movies and I had, um, like, I'd seen everything that was in the theater at the time and the stuff that I wanted to see. And I already seen it like two or three times. So it was like, well, this is playing. So after a while, you get to the point where you're like, okay, instead of watching the same movie nine times, I'm going to go ahead and watch this possible shit fest, but hopefully it'll be entertaining. It wasn't. It was it was it was dumb. It was complete it's garbage. It was. It was a shit show. And but even still, like even in my watching the garbage, it's because The Rock was in it. If he if Dwayne Johnson was not in that movie, even I, movie buff extraordinaire, would not have sat through that 90 minutes of waste of my life. Like I, I wouldn't have.
0: Ouch. Even,
1: even at the even at the point where I'm like I've seen everything that's been out I would have just been like all right I'll just go watch a movie at home or watch something on Netflix I wouldn't even still I would not have done it if it hadn't been for The Rock so that's what I mean like the five people who saw it myself included we saw it because of The Rock we knew it was going to be dumb but we hoped it might be entertaining
0: so yeah well that's a shame um yeah all right what's your next movie my next movie is uh, A Quiet Place 2, Even Quieter. That's
1: not the name?
0: <laughs> it's part of the name. A Quiet like... Place 2, <laughs> it's not Even Quieter, you goob. <laughs> a quiet... Fine, it's A Quiet Place, part two. Even Quieter. Um, <sighs> even quieter. What was that? Oh, no. um, I do That was a notification coming through on my phone. I right, love A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place is, might be my favorite movie of that year. I'll have to check both what year it came out and what else it came out. But I love A Quiet Place. You did. Interesting. Um, I thought that it was uh, interesting. I love that, like, that it was quiet. And so everyone knew to shut the fuck up. Oh, it was so good to know that everyone wasn't talking. (laughs) Um,
1: I will admit, so I liked the Quiet Place. I didn't love it. I thought it was pretty good. But um, I... My favorite part, like you said, is for once, when you were in a theater, people turned off their damn phones and they didn't say anything. And it was amazing to be in a theater full of people and you could hear a pin drop. And if somebody Mm. coughed, the whole audience would like jump like, what the fuck? Like you're about to get a scale. Like you, you, it it put you into the
0: movie. It was really good, um, really good storytelling because it just, it made you a part of the film. Uh, it's it's so good for attention and atmosphere i love the characters uh Mm -hmm. and like then bird box came out and just was like we're gonna do a quiet place but shitty (laughs) i didn't see bird box you don't have to it's not even (laughs) interesting well a friend of mine um
1: like so you know it it comes out of netflix everybody's talking about it and um one of my friends was talking about it too and i was like oh should i watch it and she was like no do not watch it i was like
0: all right cool (laughs) so i didn't (laughs) i'm very happy with interesting failures this is just dull a quiet place did it so much better and now the sequel's coming out and i'm excited for the sequel i hope they don't fuck it up interesting um Uh, uh, so have you seen the trailer for the second one or you just heard it was coming out and you want to see it i i saw the trailer um i don't remember much about it i know that there's flashbacks uh to um when before the invasion happened yeah so that's interesting i mean they have to uh, fit a way, I,
1: find a way to put I, in there in I, some kind of
0: way his
1: film
2: right <laughs>
0: so. that's fair but i don't i don't like flashbacks as a concept, unless they're like part of the story. Like you're just showing us what happened. We don't need to know. Yeah, but that's that well,
1: it's it depends on if it enhances the story. There is a um there's a um mantra in storytelling, um specifically film, it's called Don't Tell Show. Show don't tell and flashbacks Yeah, show show don't tell. Flashbacks are a great way to do that because you can either have a character tell the audience what happened or you can do a flashback and we can see what happened and it's better
0: but, that we see it but it it, but it was done better without flashbacks in the in the previous movie where there was um a bunch of uh newspapers and article articles that he had up to try and uh figure out how to stop them
1: you think that but do you know how many people on the internet were like this is stupid. There are all kinds of plot holes and blah blah
0: blah. Mainly because I don't guess, okay, okay, I, let's let me let me explain this to everyone out there. I don't give a fuck right. about plot holes. All right, if your story in your movie is good, you're not fucking cinema sins. Cinema sins is not real criticism, right? You can't just yeah, point out saying, flaws. You keep saying that
1: every time somebody mentions plot hole, you go to cinema sins. Cinemasins does not point out plot holes.
0: Cinemasins nitpick movies. It's two completely different things. Yeah, but they also they they also do like plot holes or whatever. I don't give a fuck. What I care about is if the characters are good and if the story is good. Like the things that they do are not
1: pointing out plot holes. They're pointing out little nitpicks. It's not this, not not at all the same thing. Um, The problem I hate. hate and think that what they're pointing out is plot holes, and that's not. But, but Sense doesn't, doesn't... They don't make it seem like that's the case because there are times when they'll be like, that's a plot hole. And it's like once or twice in a review, it's not every little thing they're saying. Like Sense is just supposed to be a comedy channel, and you're not supposed to take it seriously.
0: I, and they're I, way too... <laughs> so. I really, really hate people that are like, this tiny thing doesn't make sense. The entire movie is terrible. I don't no if the movie's good you don't care that's the point right every movie has I logical leaps and plot holes i if agree and disagree um a plot hole does not destroy
1: a good film however too many plot holes means you have a no plot means you're yeah. you're a plot hole means there is something that keeps this movie that keeps the plot from being realistic yeah, okay? for example, if you, if those, you were making newspapers, the suspension of belief is, is is arrested, meaning you can't get into it because you're like, this doesn't this wouldn't work. This doesn't make sense. It's illogical. Perfect example. Cats. Cats has <laughs> no plot. The, the plot butthole in cat oh, is the grand God. fucking canyon. <laughs> but that's but that's exactly my point though. That's the perfect example. And then a lot of people were saying, like you even mentioned it. That um, when you see people that are pretending to be cats, but you see like a human face on a cat head, but then like they have a like a human body, but then cat fur and it like fucks with your head. It That's takes you a plot out and you're hole. like. That's not a plot hole. That's just shitty. No, I'm not talking. About, no, what I'm saying is it what, when you see that, it arrests your ability to suspend disbelief. And okay. now you can't get into the movie because now your mind is like, what the fuck am I saying? Like, what's going on? This isn't working. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. Plot, that's what plot holes do. Too many plot holes or too big of a of one plot hole, and it takes your ability, it gets rid of your ability to be able to suspend disbelief, which means you can't enjoy the movie, which means it's not a good movie.
0: Uh, I don't know if this and counts a plot no. hole, but um, 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 in in Pet Cemetery, when he didn't build that fence. And I'm like, I don't care about the rest of this movie. Build a fucking fence. You have a fast, if That's- a busy street with your stupid kids and a cat. Your cat's going to die. That's going to happen. You don't need to accept that. <laughs> then, uh, but if you build a fence, you can save your kids. See, and that to me is, I haven't seen it. So
1: I, I can't, like, I can't say. I can't speak on it entirely. You don't entirely. have to. But that is that's a perfect example. Like you were immediately taken completely out of the movie because you were like, no, there's a one common sense thing that you can do to stop this whole thing. build a fucking fence. You build a fence. You're done. It's exactly. like, like, build, and that one thing. And then they never explain, like, even just a throwaway line of like, Oh, fences don't exist in this reality. And you're like, Oh, whatever. It's stupid, but okay. There's no such thing as fences, but so that could get you back into the movie. But the fact that they just ignore fences, and so here's what a, what a, a, what would make it a plot hole. Let's say their neighbor had a fence. Let's say everybody on both sides of them Everyone had fences.
0: Everyone else has fences. I like to point out they pass houses with fences, right? And no one is like there. they pass houses with fences. It doesn't matter. I could go on for hours. It, I quite please. Looks great. The first movie is one of my favorites of that year. I don't know if it's number one. It's fucking close. I'm very excited. <laughs> I don't care about Pet cemetery or plot holes. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> you feel better now. I feel like you needed to get that out. Little. All right. Um, there's a war movie coming out. There's several, but my uh, the one I'm excited about most is 1917. That was already. That was in your all the movies that came out that didn't come out because that came yeah, out last but, year. Like, 1917 is different because I know about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I I love the trailer. I think that it's an interesting concept. And unlike Birdman, who used the one shot to be artsy, uh, this is uh, using it, I hope, from what I heard, um, to ha- give you the feeling that you're in a war. And I'm really excited to see that in cinemas. Uh, so yeah, the, um, do you know the plot of 1917? Um, I've just seen the trailers and from the trailers, it's like, um, I don't know what, I know It's it takes
1: place in World War One. I. I don't know what battle they're going into to try to stop, but they were like, there's an ambush and your brother is in the front lines and he's getting ready to walk into an ambush. And if you don't get to the front lines and stop them, he's going to die. Yeah, that's um... all. I know. And then everything is just about him trying to get to the front lines to get them to be like, no, it's a trap, come back. Basically it's the general Akbar of real life movies.
0: That's just <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> uh yeah, so this um is interesting. They um the uh during World War One, uh back when radio was um not as useful as it is now, they hired runners which were basically athletes and they Hide them to run messages. That's what uh, the plot of Gallipoli revolved around. Gallipoli, by the way, bad movie. Um, it's boring and has all this stuff. So this looks way more interesting. It looks like it's dynamic and uh, it's going to be exciting to watch. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm
1: not, like I said, it came out already here, but I don't have any interest in seeing it. I'm not a war movies person. I don't like war. I don't. Want to see it? (laughs) uh, And I know it's interesting. Star Wars. Yeah, but Star Wars isn't like... The the only movie
0: to me that feels like an actual war in Star Wars is Rogue One. The rest of them are... Let me rephrase this. Jojo Rabbit. That's technically a war movie as well. I mean, no. I wouldn't say... So uh, in Jojo Rabbit, a war is going
1: on, but it is not a war movie. It takes place during a war. To me, a war movie is like you are in the battle you're on the front lines this was a movie about a little boy during world war ii (laughs) but we didn't we weren't in the place of like like we didn't like like to me all quiet on the western front u-571 um das boot those are war movies dunkirk 1917 like saving private ryan these are war movies they put you in the war even forrest gump to a certain extent Because we get into the war via Forrest Gump. But this one, but Jojo Rabbit to me, it's not a war movie because even though the war is the setting, it's not about soldiers fighting that war or how the war was fought. It's about one little boy's struggle to grow up in Nazi Germany because he never actually goes to war. Like, the war comes to him.
0: I can't believe again, that they hired, uh, and I looked this up and it's true, they hired um, kids that were, like, 11 or whatever in order to fight um, what, what in battles. What, what?
1: Oh, you mean, like, in real life? Yeah. Like the, oh, I you meant um, like, that. Oh. Well, I mean, it, that, yeah. War. It it, that fucked. happens today. It happens. It It's never not happened, honestly. It's going on right now. Just in a different part of the world, but it's still like once once
0: war gets to that point of desperation, yeah, people use little kids. Uh, it, anyway. I I um, knew that you were going to say something like that. I just wanted to give you a chance to say it anyway. To say
1: what
0: uh, that Dredger Abbott doesn't count as a war movie. Oh, <laughs> okay. anyway, uh, my number one, the best, my most anticipated movie of the year. The one that I'm like, yes, this is going to be great, is In the Heights. Never heard of it. So I saw Mary Poppins Returns. It sucked. And the reason I saw it is because I heard that Lynn manuel Miranda was going to be doing the music for it, and but he's just in it, and he has a song. And I'm like, well, this sucks. This is boring and stupid. But he's doing In the Heights, which is um, a musical with his style. and um it's using uh the same uh genre of music as Hamilton to uh tell a story and it's based on a Broadway play and i can't wait to see it and i it's exclusively because he's doing the music it's funny to me that like in so many
1: ways we're the complete opposite <laughs> because for you it's like all you have to know is a director you like directed it or an actor you like is in it and you're like i'm down let's do this like when
0: yeah I'd, I'd like to, to point it. out that I, I'd change my mind if the if there's tons of negative reviews. I'm not loyal. Oh, okay. But um, like for you, that to get you
1: in is just like, oh, this actor that I like is in it. Or this director that I like directed it.
0: And you're like, I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't require much in order to get excited for things. <laughs> okay. Um, it'll re- I... I'll require more than that to actually like it. But to get excited for it, I'm in. Uh, it's done by... Um, who's directing? because I, uh, John M. Chu, or Chow, he directed uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. A movie I didn't like, but I thought was well-directed. And then it's produced by Lin-Manuel Miranda, um, who, and when it comes to musicals, the only thing you have to do is to get me to like your movie is to have good music and good dancing. If you can nail the choreography and the music, I like your movie, regardless of whether or not it's actually good. That's that's sad, but okay. It's not sad, it's fun. Um, sure. The Greatest Showman, right, has a terrible story and all the characters are bad. But I'm like, but like, it's real good though because of the dancing and the choreography. Yeah, which I is, didn't see which it. Which is another reason why it's so baffling that Cat sucks. Because literally the only thing you had to do to make me on board is to get me on board with your music and I would have forgiven everything else. But nope. Okay. <laughs> um you think you think animation is my favorite genre because I bring up good animation a lot, but no, musicals are my favorite genre because unlike animation, I can forgive almost anything if the if I like the music. Interesting. <clears throat> so that's my um, list. Okay. We have a lot
1: of uh crossovers. Cool. Um, <clears throat> my list is so the ones that I had that you also had are um the gentleman. Um but for me it's because it's it looks like so for me not because it looks like the Kingsman because it a little bit like I can see where you where you thought that but to me it doesn't look like the Kingsman. To me it looks like a return to form for Guy Ritchie. And when Guy Ritchie does a guy Ritchie movie, and if anybody's a Guy Ritchie fan they know exactly what I'm talking about. When Guy Ritchie does a guy Ritchie style movie It's awesome. But when he tries to go mainstream and do shit like King Arthur or put his girlfriend in it like we did with Madonna, (laughs) it's it's utter bullshit. But when Guy Ritchie does a Guy Ritchie joint, it's awesome. And this looks like a Guy Ritchie film. It looks like a return to form with like Snatch, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. That's what this looks like. So so that's why I'm like, yes, I'm in, let's do this. Um, Honestly, the actors themselves... Didn't necessarily sell me on it. Um, yeah, it just—I think it. The actors are the actors are fine. I sound like you now. The actors are fine, yeah. but they're not, for me. Actors aren't a selling point. Um, directors are more of a selling point. But you know what the number one selling point is for me? The story or the producer. Well, yeah, but like as far as the person, like as far as people involved with the film, who would get me to come
0: back, or who would I would be like, oh, it's a film by that person. I'm down. You like stories, so I'm guessing the writer. Yes, exactly. (laughs) If it's a
1: good writer. Um, And so, yeah. So when I say, like, just to clarify, a little mini rant, which you do like all of them, so indulge me. Um, When I say I don't like Ryan Johnson films, everybody wants to go back to, oh, it's because you didn't like The Last Jedi. Okay, yes and no. Before The Last Jedi, I had seen Brick and Looper, and I did not like them. I was not. I was in the camp of people who like. And when I saw Knives Out, I was like, "Was it entertaining? Yes. Was the story everything that everybody thinks it is? No. <laughs> that to me is so frustrating because I the story
0: really, wasn't I, I as found, everybody thought. Um, it I found mean. the movie very entertaining, but it didn't make Again, my top ten list. I don't think it did it. Don't, I don't no, it didn't make
2: either of your top ten
1: lists. Um, but yeah, to because me, that was
0: the story wasn't that good. It's thank you. And that's my point.
1: And the thing that pisses me off is people are looking at Knives Out and they're like, oh, wasn't this excellent writing? No, it was decent writing. It wasn't bad writing, but it wasn't great. And I'm sick of people going on and on about how awesome people <sighs> like Ryan Johnson and Nolan are. Don't get me wrong. I like a lot of Christopher Nolan's movies, but I feel like some of the most popular of his movies are with the worst writing. And I'm like, if you just went back to like this movie, the writing was way better. And he had, like, his writing partner is his brother. Mm-hmm. And his brother writes Westworld. Some of Westworld has really good writing. Some of Westworld, I'm like, really? Like, for example, like, the build up to Westworld, because it, it's, like, 10 episodes. It's a 10-episode season, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, in any of those episodes, the writing is awesome. But then when you, the payoff is like, oh, come on. Come on, man. Like, you didn't, you, you heavily foreshadowed it and it, to the extent that I thought, like, well, you're obviously going to go in a different direction. And when you just immediately fell into that hole, I'm like, no, no, it's not as interesting. Because now I can see exactly where you're going to go with everything. Um, so, it, and I felt that kind of that way with Westworld season two. But like you, I still think it was told when you were like, oh, but it's told well. I think Westworld season two was told well enough for me to be like, okay, I'm on board. I'll, I'll check out Westworld season three. Um, because at least more things happened that you didn't see coming that weren't so heavily in your face. Like this is going to happen. Um, foreshadowing is one thing for a little bit of foreshadowing is necessary, but like slamming the foreshadowing in your face and like up your nose. That's too much. Anyway. And so Christopher Nolan films tend to, they, to me as like a reductionist, it's like, it all has to do with love. You just need love, love, love's all you need. And I'm like, stop being the Beatles version, like the Beatles director and you know, give us a different story <laughs> because so many of his films revolt, come down to well, you know, love is all you need, which is why I like his earlier films because they don't do that. They they just tell a story and then they end, and I'm like, yeah, that was good. Um. So and with Nolan, like when I when I watch his earlier films, I'm like, I still don't like that. Like I don't know why everybody loved Looper so much. I watched it and I was like, that wasn't that good. And everybody's was like, wasn't fine. it awesome? No, I don't he
0: exactly. I don't get- it was, I, don't, I
2: don't get It was perfectly
0: brick. fine. It had one fantastic uh, moment in it um, with Emily Blunt um, fighting against the power of her son, and that's about it. I think for people, like. It also doesn't I think make what, logical sense uh, not, in terms of time travel, if you care about that. Yeah, right. Like, why would a person who's only interested in
1: story take apart that film and be like, "This is stupid"? Huh? Wonder why. Uh, (laughs) So, I literally only saw it once, and when I was done, I was like, "That was stupid." And everybody was like, "Wasn't it brilliant?" And I'm like, "No, no, it wasn't." And everybody's like, "Oh, I love Looper." I'm like, "But why? I just didn't. I don't get why other people loved it so much." And I'm not. I'm not hating on anybody for loving it. Love whatever you want. I don't give a shit. But I personally like. That's what I mean when I say like Ryan Johnson is not that great because it's, I've watched, I watched Brick. Everybody was, I remember when it came out, everybody was like, oh my God, it's this independent film. It's so good. And it's got um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, I got to check this out. And I was bored in tears and I didn't like it. And then there were, everybody was like, Luca, it's so awesome.
0: And then I saw it and I'm like, this makes making fucking sense. <laughs> and everybody was like, wasn't it awesome? If you also, the, then, entire, the entire reason that this story is happening, right? The entire reason that Bruce Willis escaped is because they killed his wife. But, like, isn't the point of time travel that you can't get away with murder? Isn't it super, super hard to get away with murder? So they're like, I'd, we'd rather invent time travel than try and kill people there. And then they just kill his wife anyway.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, there's, there's so many... If you were to pick, like, we could do an whole episode picking apart Ryan Johnson movies and why they don't work when people think they do, and why yeah. people think they do, because to me that's fascinating. But anyway, we're not we're not into that. But um, but yeah, I forgot so what why, movie actually, we're talking about. <laughs> uh, we were talking about we started out talking about um about um the um the, the Guy Ritchie film. What was the name of it? Um, oh, The Gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking wow. About the Gentleman. Um, so the reason why I like Guy Ritchie doing Guy Ritchie is because he wrote those movies, or not necessarily like all himself, but he like he co-wrote them. Um, but Guy Ritchie doing Guy Ritchie, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's fun, and um, and so yeah. So that to me is a cool film. Again, not because we we got on it because I was like, it's not the star power; it's the it's the fact that it's Guy Ritchie returning to form. Um... Next, uh, that you mentioned, No Time to Die. I want to see that because it's James Bond and I'm a James Bond fan, and fuck it. It's yeah, not a reason. that's, that's yeah. my reasoning too. It's like, oh, there's another James Bond film? Yes. Okay. Are you going to see it? Yes. Did I like Spectre? No. Am I still going to see this? Yes. Uh-huh. It's the last Daniel Craig film, so you got to finish it off.
0: Yeah, just, uh, we've finished James Bond. James Bond, we like James Bond. Uh, everything... Uh, about James Bond is not perfect, uh, but... Not even necessarily. But it's James
1: freaking Bond.
2: Uh,
1: yeah. So, I like Daniel Craig as James Bond. Um, When he was cast, I was like, what? Pierce Brosnan was James Bond in my mind, because that's... Who was James Bond when I was... teenager
0: slash young adult so to me yeah literally all the time with doctor who every time they change the actor it's just like what they suck they're not in any good things and then like five episodes later i'm like fine i buy it so yeah james bond (laughs) yes
1: um this is a final film with daniel craig as james bond but
0: apparently he's not 007 he's james bond but he's not 007 i'm willing to bet that they bring in a woman to replace james bond because that's what they do all the time
1: um she they did bring in. you
0: didn't watch the trailer
1: for it they did bring a Um, woman um a black woman 007 she's not replacing see that's a thing that needs to be clarified because on the internet some people were really confused people were like oh my god james bond is okay they didn't change james bond he's still james bond but james bond is now not 007 the black woman is 007 James Bond is like Daniel Craig is James Bond. So get your panties out of a twist. He's still James Bond.
0: Anywho, now that that's been clarified, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of people missed that. I haven't seen the trailer uh, at all. Oh, I did not. No, well, then, I don't. I don't want to know uh, much about this. Oh. I heard that that <laughs> might be happening, but like, I put it on the list because it's James Bond, and I'm like, I'm gonna see it. I don't give a shit.
1: <laughs> all right then. Um,
0: What's yeah, so one? that's
1: the second the movie that we have in common. Um, what else did you have on yours? I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's it that, um, we had in common. And then, um, <clears throat> the first movie that you did not mention on my list is, no, wait, did you mention Top Gun? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. Um, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, shit. Um,
0: you forgot about Top it, Top Gun
1: Maverick. My dad's gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> You should get 20 floggings. Um, so, yeah, I like I like it. Am I a big fan of Top Gun? No. I was a kid when Top Gun came out. So it was like everything went over my head. So I didn't really care. And you're like, well, haven't you watched it since you were adult? No, because if I didn't find something particularly interesting when I was a kid, I didn't revisit it as an adult unless somebody made me. So now I haven't seen it again. Um, but the trailer for Top Gun Maverick looks pretty cool. So, I want to see it. And also, like, maybe I'll see it as a double feature where I actually will rewatch Top Gun. And maybe I'll like Top Gun this time because I'm not like five. So, (laughs) because, like, I don't know how old I was when Top Gun originally came out, but I was a child. So, it was to the extent that, like, I would like it's a movie in 1986, I was seven. So, there you go. Yeah, I was seven when it came out. So when a set like you get a seven year old to sit down and watch Top Gun, they're not gonna care. <laughs> they're not gonna give a shit. They're so, not even gonna like uh, the volleyball. Right. They, there was no, there was nothing interesting except for ooh, plane go fast. That was pretty much it. So like, and most of it, it's it's a you probably would like it because it's more of a character story. I mean, it it has a. It has I a, saw a Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, but I mean, you saw it as an adult, like I, yeah, saw, I saw it, it like seven- uh,
0: four months ago. Yeah. See, exactly. I saw it. Uh, I was, it was being released in cinemas uh, because they announced
1: the sequel. Well, that's interesting. Um, for us, we don't do the re-release until the movie comes. The first movie, when the sequel comes out, we do a double feature, so you can see Top Gun and then Top Gun Maverick right after. Which I will probably do because it's been like a hundred years since it came out. Oh my god, I was so shit. It's okay? been like thirty-five you years. Because okay? it's been like thirty-five years, and I'm not okay with that. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> What's the next movie? God damn it. Um, Bad Boys for Life. Speaking of
0: waiting 20 years to do a sequel. Uh, yeah, that's not how any movie song. goes. Or any song. Nope. No. Uh, I haven't seen any uh, Bad Boys movies. They are... They're movies. Um, they I can't me say That, that, that is a true fact.
1: Well, I mean, you know, facts tend to be true. Um, the they, they're... Yes. Um, it, the thing... About Bad Boys is that it is one hundred percent Michael Bay. It is. Remember, we were talking about like Guy Ritchie, True to Form. It is uh-huh. Michael Bay. True to form. the Bad Boys movies are the upshots of the slow angle, the spinning cars, explosions, shooting. It's all of that. But then there's also a story involved. Is it a good story? I mean, it's fine. But you're there for the shoot 'em up, bang bang, you know, or, or as movies explained for would say the pew pews. <laughs> the pew-pews and boom-booms. You're there for the pew-pews and boom-booms. And it's a decent story. And there's a through line of like, is this the three? I think this is three. Um, And so the, the they're funny as well. So that's the other thing. Like they are, Michael Bay movies are entertaining. People hate them because they're like, oh, they're just popcorn movies. But you know what? They have at least somewhat of a plot. They're entertaining. They're funny. You get the pew-pews and the boom-booms. So why not? You can, you can have good popcorn movies. It's like yeah. good. Have any other movie. Exactly, and um, and so yeah, it's Michael Bay coming home. He's not trying to be serious anymore because that does not work. Just you know, some people need to stay in their lane. Okay, with Guy Ritchie, Michael. They, you know, but I I get it. You want to explore. You want to go outside because let's face it, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is entirely made of good directors going outside of their lane, right? At least the good good movies do that. Most of them are good. Um, I won't say all because the they're not all, but most of them. But like, look at like the Russo brothers, um, Ryan Coogler. They what they do is they take their thing, they take the elements of their lane, and they turn it into a bigger thing, and it works I think because the they're not. the only
0: time Marvel didn't let the, someone do that, the only time Marvel didn't let someone do that was Age Boltron.
1: Um, nope. They actually didn't let them. They didn't let uh, John Favreau do it in Iron Man Two either oh yeah um iron so basically all the movies that people don't necessarily like iron man 2 thor the dark world um, um um the avengers age of ultron those were the heavy studio interference films so and then what happened was after age of ultron when they saw you know that so there was age of ultron and then iron man 3 and then they were like okay Let's just let, and when I say the studio, I don't mean Kevin Feige, because now Kevin Feige equals the studio. But back then, Kevin Feige was a part of the studio, but he wasn't the studio. He had bosses that would tell him no. So um, Iron Man 2 was the first instance of them coming in and saying no to something that he wanted to do. Um, So, and actually, like, just the, the casting of Don Cheadle, that was the studio. That wasn't, that wasn't, like... The, the director and the producer. Um, <clears throat> but now Kevin Feige is the studio because said, they were um, like, okay, 22 movies, we think you know what you're doing. We're just going to give you the keys. You made us that
0: literally- doesn't interfere killing. with people unless they lose the money. For the most, uh, yeah,
1: for the most part, um, they interfered. So in Iron Man 2, they hadn't, they weren't a big, well, first of all, Iron Man 2, I think was the first film that Disney did when i say marvel marvel and disney aren't the same now they are but marvel didn't or disney didn't buy marvel until iron man 2 so iron man and um and the incredible hulk were something else like iron man i don't remember who distributed that um but incredible (laughs) universal and then they're all under the Marvel banner. They're all Marvel movies. And then Disney bought Marvel. So now everything is Buena Vista distribution. But um, and but then, then when they bought it, they were like, okay, we want you to do XYZ, which is why Kevin Feige wasn't the, you know, wasn't the guy at the top saying, you know, yes and no. He had people, he had to answer to like Ike Perlmutter and other people to tell him no. So that's what happened with Iron Man 2. It basically continued through in, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, and the reason why is because they just bought this property. It wasn't what it is now, because this was the third movie in. Now we look back and we're like, oh yeah, this is a juggernaut. But back then, nobody knew where it was going to, you know, they didn't know that Avengers was going to be so huge. So they interfered a lot. Um, they interfered with Iron Man 2, because that was the first movie under their helm. <clears throat> um, because Kenneth Brana is Kenneth Branagh
0: He's I feel like so they Kenneth let him Branagh, though.
1: he is um, speaking of Kenneth Branagh last night I was watching Hamlet but I was watching the Mel Gibson version and I got like a third of the way in and I was like okay I get it now like when I was younger when it first came out or not it but when um when when Branagh's version of Hamlet first came out I was like oh Mel Gibson's version is so much more entertaining but then and everybody was like are you kidding me no Branagh's version is closer to Hamlet it's the, the real thing and I'm like oh whatever and now, like last night, I was watching Mel Gibson's version, and I was like, "Does anybody have the Brana version?" Because I like this is driving me nuts now. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. So, Maverick, um, Top Gun Maverick, I want to see because the trailer looks good. It looks interesting, and I like that uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise is kind of his career is kind of sundowning. Um, it's like, yeah, you're in your fifties. You're not. You're not fifty anymore. You're in your fifties, and it's this is it. <laughs> Like this is one of the last few. Like you, this is your last decade of doing action films, so go out with a bang. Uh, so, that's Top Gun Maverick. Um, another one. Did I mention A Quiet Place too? Uh, no. Okay. So, A Quiet Place 2 is also on my list, but because I saw the trailer, because people were talking about, um, people were talking about it. Like you, like oh, you know, Quiet Place was good. Let's just watch it. And I'm like, no. Now, I never do that with any kind of sequel. You have to justify it. Going back to the Marvel movies, I didn't like Captain America when it first came out, like Captain America, the first Avenger. I thought it was the weakest of all of the Marvel movies. So then after the Avengers, I was like, I I loved the Avengers. And then um, when I heard about, and then I I was very disappointed in Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World was meh. And then it was like, oh, Captain America, Winter Soldier. And I was like, no. Just from hearing about it, I was like, no. And then I saw the trailer. And the trailer, one trailer I saw was literally just the elevator scene. From that scene, just seeing the the elevator scene, I was like, I'm in. I'm here. I'm down. Let's do this. And then it ended up being one of my favorite Marvel films. Even now that there's 22 of them, it's still one of my favorite Marvel films. that I almost didn't see because just because you're doing a sequel doesn't mean I'm automatically down. Even like in the Marvel universe, you have to, it has to look interesting and um A Quiet Place too. I saw the trailer, and I was like, okay, I'm in, because what I like is that in A Quiet Place, everything was very, like, it, it stayed in that one family, and you didn't really see anybody else. You didn't see anybody else in the town. You didn't hear what happened or how they came. You just had to go by the newspaper clippings, as you said. And in this, not only did they do flashbacks to show you where they, you know, how they got here, but also... You it expands. You get to see other people dealing with this. It's not just through the eyes of this one family. So it's kind of like the difference between the book of The Hunger Games and the actual movie. The movie you get to see the whole world. In the book, you see everything through Katniss's eyes. I feel like A Quiet Place was like seeing everything through Katniss's eyes. And now A Quiet Place too is like the movie where like the movie Hunger Games where like no, here's the world. It's going to be more world building. And I'm a world building fan. So that's what looks interesting to me for that. Um, next up, um, I already talked about No Time To Die, right? So I talked right. about No Time To Die, Back For Life, A Quiet Place 2, Maverick, Top Gun. These are all sequels. They're all sequels. Um, the Gentleman is not a sequel though, which is good. Nope. Um, another one I have on here is Anna. I would love to talk about it, but I can't remember it. Is it Anna I, just, I wrote it? No, Anna, um, okay. I saw a trailer. So what I did, like, to prepare for this list, I just watched a bunch of trailers, and if a trailer looked really good, I was like, ooh, I would see that, and I wrote it down. But I didn't give any kind of characteristics, and now I don't remember. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I can't remember what that trailer, Um And The Photograph, <laughs> even yeah, it was a good trailer. <laughs> um, the Photograph is a film where, like, how do I describe it from the trailer? Um, there's this woman, it seems like her mother is dead, and she's reading her mother's journals, and she's learning about she's learning more about her mother now that she's dead than she ever knew about her when she was alive. And at the same time, she like falls in, she's like in the process of falling in love with this guy. And so it's like, it's not a superhero movie. It's not a big movie. It's just like a little <sighs> movie that looks good. <laughs> um, okay. um, that's it for my, Oh, and then um, as far as, so this film actually came out last year, but I didn't see it yet. I want to see uncut
0: gems. I so the Uncut Gems because I give Adam Sandler a lot of shit, right? Every time a new Adam Sandler movie comes out, I'm like, this looks interesting. Oh, no, it's him. <laughs> um, so the fact that he's in a drama that people are saying he need- deserves an Oscar for, I'm like, I have to see it. Because it
2: well, might mean,
1: he be... Can't I think that people, because he's in such goofy comedy movies, I think people assume he can't act. But what people don't realize is like, He's producing all of these movies. Like He's way more talented, and some of them even direct. He's way more talented than people ever give him credit for. And that's most of his movies are- I'd like to point
0: out that that's entirely his fault. I mean, but he's still, like, he's taking that all to the bank, so. I, I get it, and I don't fault him making it movies because people like she movies. But people ignored the fact that for 20 minutes a clicked, He's a very dramatic, good actor because there's also a five-minute scene of him farting on David Hasselhoff.
1: That's true. Um, But then you have movies like Punch Drunk Love. Like, he can act. He can act. He's good at it, um, but he just doesn't... Because, like, there are a couple of series on Netflix that he's in that look really good where he's just, like, an actor. He's just an everyday actor. Um, I can't remember him off the top of my head, but I remember, like, looking at him, I was like, oh... This this looks like a movie where he's actually going to be like he's actually going to be good in this. Um so yeah, I want to see uncut gems even though that technically came out last year. Um what else? Um mm, oh, so it's interesting that you brought up when you brought up the um the gentleman and you were like, "Oh, it looks like the um looks like the Kingsman." You do know that there is a Kingsman prequel that comes out this year, right? What? Yeah, it's called The King's Man. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah trailers have been out for a while that's why like when you mention the kingsman i'm like wait a minute the king's man comes out this year doesn't it yes it does <laughs> it looks pretty good too um so this would be more on my like yeah sure i'll check it out i'm not necessarily excited to see it but it looks good um so it's a prequel to the kingsman and it's basically oh. how that's why it's called the king's man it's basically how the Kingsman came to be looks interesting Damn it. um Damn it. <laughs> There's a goofy movie, it, I think it's a Blumhouse film, I'm not sure, called Fantasy Island. It looks stupid, but I'm down, because the okay. premise is interesting. Um, yeah, it, well, the premise is, like, you get on this island, and anything you want can come true. But, of course, there's a down, There's a dark side to it. And so it's like, a, like, the beginning is like, paradise, everything is perfect. And then the second part of the trailer is like, a slasher film. and so like whatever your dream was it comes true but then you have to kill it
0: (laughs) isn't that the plot of ghostbusters that your
1: dream comes true
0: kill it yeah yeah he imagined uh the the uh marshmallow man and then it tried to murder them no 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 that's um so with ghostbusters it was that was just an
1: element yeah that was an element of it but this is like that's the plot of the movie is I that like it's it. like everything you and like you you get anything you want like it's basically like oh you have a magic genie you can make a wish on when you make this wish whatever you want comes true and so it's perfect and everything's paradise and then and but then part of your brain is like this is too perfect and then you realize why, because, like, later, like, there's a slasher. Like, people will just start dying left and right. And it doesn't really explain whether or not – hang on. Um, it doesn't explain whether or not it's the dreams that manifest they kill you or whether you have to kill it – or that not necessarily kill you, but, like, all you know is some, some shady shit is going on, like, and people start dying. So it sounds interesting. Um, it's the only horror film. That I can think of that's on my list. Um, a quiet place. Next is episode two,
2: A
0: Quiet Place, because is
1: a horror
2: movie. well, is it? Yeah. It doesn't
1: feel like a horror movie. The Quiet Place never felt like a horror movie to me. It felt like a a thriller, Honestly, but not even a thriller. Like it's hard to pin because it's like a lot of it is drama, and then there's like a little bit of it, but um, but it's not. I don't know. It's hard to pin down. It's hard. It's hard to pin down A Quiet Place. I didn't consider
0: enough. it a horror. This is the only straight horror movie.
1: Yeah, Um, Bloodshot looks interesting. I just saw that trailer a minute ago. Um, It's got Vin Diesel where he's like this soldier that has nanites in him. Oh yeah, that are like.
2: I I
0: was excited to see that for half the trailer, and then the other half was like, "No, you're not. It's fine for you to skip this. This is how it ends."
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It, but you know what?
0: It's got Vin Diesel regenerating. I mean, why not? I mean, that's fair. Wasn't the last Fast and Furious movie about um, uh, Idris Elba regenerating as well? Yes and no. Um, it was
1: that's part of the Fast and Furious universe, but it's not a Fast and Furious movie. That was the Hobbs point and Shaw. The is
0: Sh- that um, he gets weird ideas. <laughs> i love it when he was like
1: i'm black superman and they were like holy shit he is
0: <laughs> the original pretty- line for that was i'm black james bond and then they're like don't i don't i don't want to do the fucking james bond people have been asking me to be james bond for like a decade Take, change the line yeah so works um see oh like i said
1: avatar 2 it's coming out this year May as well is it, it though is it though because it's been coming I mean, out sure. every year for the past eight years. But here's the thing. James Cameron has a history of doing that. And when the movies, like when he holds off on them, when they finally come out, it's Titanic.
0: But I hate uh, Avatar. I found it stupid and boring.
1: I liked it because of, like, the visuals were amazing. I immediately recognized it was Ferngully. Gully, Cogut Montus. Um, yeah. There's so many. Yeah. No, it was, like, it's beat for beat Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. Okay, I a, haven't seen Fern like, Gully. Oh, it's a cartoon. Um, it's a cartoon that came out in the 90s. Uh, it's got Christian Slater. It's an awesome one. Um, it's, it's 100% about, um, about environmentalism, and it's, it's the exact same thing, where, like, um, the difference is, instead of him becoming a new, like, becoming part of the alien race, um, and instead of there being aliens... They're on Earth, they're in Australia, and it's deforestation that's happening. And this kid is, um, he's going around marking X's on trees to cut them down, have them cut down. And um, this smog monster makes him short. And what I mean by short is like he, um, he shrinks him down to like the size of like, I don't know, maybe a squirrel, maybe not even that big. And um, he ends up befriending the sprite, like a fairy. And so basically, the Navi is like the fairies. Um, <clears throat> so, pre- replace the aliens of the Navi with the fairies in this world. And instead of him being, you know, going into an avatar to interact with them, he just gets shrunken down to their size. And But it's the same thing where, like, the corporation is still going to bulldoze and he's got to come after him. But, like, the, there's a big bad evil that's smog. Um, whereas in this one, the big bad evil, instead of it being smog, was just like, a guy at the corporation it was like giovanni or or some shit um and so but it's the same thing where like they the, they're gonna chop down the trees no matter what and there's deforestation and it's like oh no everybody they're burning then there's like a fire things burn down it, yeah it's basically like if you watch ferngully the last rainforest and then watch avatar you're like holy shit this is the same thing,
0: uh, I mean, so, the thing right you're not selling this well so why are you excited <laughs> for, the, for the sequel to this piece of shit
1: Why would I ever? What is? What do we say in the beginning? What is the element that makes me excited for a movie? The writer. What is the? And it's James Cameron. He wrote. He also did um. Avatar. Avatar. Terminator Two. All the other Terminator movies aren't any good because he didn't write them. He was. He may have even produced them. He may have been executive producer, but he didn't write them. The only two that are. But the only two. But but as to my point, who's the best person on the set? It's the writer. He wrote them. He wrote Terminator. He wrote Terminator 2. He didn't write any of the other 19 ones that came after. Like, I am big on hyperbole. I just add numbers and shit. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> he didn't write any of, this, any of the other sequels. <laughs> he didn't write Terminator 2, and they were all shit. The only two we like are the two he wrote. He wrote The Abyss. He wrote, um, he wrote, um, he wrote the first, I think he wrote the first Avatar. He wrote Titanic. Um, he wrote a lot of movies that are iconic now. And um <clears throat> so because he is writing it, he's writing and directing it. So I'm down. Let's do this. What's he gonna show well, us? Let this me
0: time? know how it goes. I, I my my theory on Avatar 2 is whether or not it's actually gonna be any good. The underwater stuff is going to boost technology and then everyone's gonna do um great underwater scene, in their movies.
2: Well, I mean
1: that's what happened with the first one. It really did change the way movies were filmed because like perfect example half of the mcu is done the way it's done because of avatar Uh because like stark like robert downey jr doesn't get into an actual iron man suit i don't think he has since iron man 2 ever since iron man 2 he just wears like the mocap suit and right and like at this point like they pretty much have him already embedded so he doesn't even need like he has like four dots they basically just have to get his face Everything else he's already in the computer <laughs> so they basically just took the they, they took the the, um, the special effects like the matrix changed the game there are some movies that just changed the game t2 changed the game the matrix changed the game um, avatar changed the game it changed how movies were made
0: and so avatar 2 is it gonna change the game I don't know we'll find out <laughs> the thing the, the thing I'm excited about is the technology but technology doesn't get me excited for me and the first movie was really bad.
1: I, well, I What's can the, see where you would think that, but I didn't think it was really bad. Also, I have a feeling did you watch the first Avatar in the theaters when it came out? Or did you watch oh God, it later? No. Like, I watched it at home uh, yeah, in the world. That, that changes your experience because this is one of the first movies where it came to life in the cinema. And so that was an experience, it was more than just what you were watching on screen. It was, and I believe, was this the first? I don't know. I'd have to look this up. Um, I think it's the first IMAX movie, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't... What was the first IMAX movie?
0: movie, It wasn't the first one.
1: Now I need to know, because it's bugging me. What was the first IMAX movie?
0: Tiger Uh, Child? Tiger Child. The first IMAX (laughs) film um, was... (laughs) uh, It was just a demonstration. That doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. What's... His first, actual movie,
1: movie. See, that's uh, the thing. Like,
0: you look Spir- Spir- uh, like at North of Superior from 1971, Tiger Child uh, from 1970, Garden Isle, Captain of the Sun. A lot of this stuff, they basically re released a bunch of shit in, um, in IMAX. That was what they did for ages, yeah. Um. First one was a bunch of re-released.
1: Hmm. It might have been. Express, SU. It might have been the first mainstream 3D movie because it was. I think it was like the beginning of 3D
0: films going big. But I remember it was like it was an experience. It was the start of the renaissance of 3D because everyone had given up on 3D due to how shit it was.
1: Yeah, because like 3D was cheesy. It was like you'd see like Piranha and like Piranha 3D or like some stupid shit like that. Um, It is. So Avatar. Yes. Avatar was the beginning of the 3D movie phase to where it is, what, you know what it is right now. So
0: when you went. That that uh, phase ruined movies for like a solid five years. And then everyone realized they weren't making money. And so they stopped making movies good again. <laughs> um, but to me, like the difference
1: between your experience of seeing it and mine is, I saw it in the theater
0: in three D.
2: Yeah,
0: so I, I it w- saw it. I saw it on the worst possible conditions. I saw it on my computer on my desk. Yeah, with the lights on. Yeah, see, that's not
1: how you watch that movie. It's an experience. You missed out hundred percent on the experience, which is why you're yeah. like, "This is garbage." You had seen it in the theater. With the 3D and everything. It was the first time that, like... Because I remember when he jumped on the dragon thing and it was, like... And then took off. You felt like you were on it with him. And you were like, whoa, this is cool. And so it was an experience. It's less... It's, like, just like what I was talking about Endgame. Like, to me, Endgame is less of a movie, more of an experience. Uh Um, Avatar is an experience film. It's not so much as a movie. It's an experience. And so I'm excited to see either... A, what's the experience going to be this time? Is is he going to bring us a new experience? Or B, is he going to take the Avatar concept that he started and then make it into an actual good film? Because he can definitely do that. Like, Titanic was a good film. I don't doubt that
0: he can uh, do it. I just doubt that he can do it. Did you
1: hear yourself, though? (laughs) What's next? Because I didn't think... um, Artemis Fowl, I think, is the last one. Looks interesting and I've heard a lot about it and I just wanna see it. Like, I don't know, is it like Ender's game? I don't know. I don't know. It could it, like I don't care that it's for kids. If it's interesting, then you know, why not? And uh, the first trailer saw, yeah, okay, sure, was interesting. Again, I not these aren't my like out of this I know. Well I told you my list was going to be surprising because there are two movies that are not on my list that I think everybody would have assumed were. And that's Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four and black widow i think everybody assumed with me being the superhero person that i am that i'd be like oh man i can't wait but i'm like yeah they're movies they're coming out will i see them? yes am i excited no and no it has nothing to do with the fact they're female it's just you're when i look at, yes i know well because they're like online people are like oh you don't love everything that any female ever does ever you're you have internalized misogyny or lot of pressure like, or I have opinions that have nothing to do with whether or not someone has a vagina. Um, my, I, hate, I'm
0: not, I hate people that um, use that sort of shit in order to um, basically troll people. I'm like, fuck off. They, I use shit. In the political realm, it happens a lot. In like, the movie realm,
1: it's basically weaponized identity politics. If you don't agree That's with so me, you're, you're sexist or homophobic or whatever. And it's such bullshit because there are actual issues with racism, sexism, homophobia. We need to be dealing with those. We need to be calling out the real issues, not claiming bullshit online. This, that pisses me off to no extent. So, like, just because somebody doesn't like you doesn't mean they're an ist. It just means they don't like like what you like or they just disagree. So, you know, handle your ego and get over yourself. Um, so, yeah, but I'm the reason why I'm not looking forward to Wonder Woman 84 is because, I mean, it's it's not that I'm not looking forward to it. Like I said, I'll watch it. But when I saw the trailer, I was like, it looks kind of gimmicky. And it was just like, nah, okay, Like, I'm still going to watch it. It's a superhero movie. It's what I do. But, and, you know, and it's a sequel to, to Wonder Woman 84. Um, I mean, it's a sequel to Wonder Woman. But, I mean, okay, so that's not true. I wouldn't automatically watch it just because it's a sequel. That's no.
0: true.
1: Uh, um, yeah, because I just... And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't. Um, but I, but I'm, I am going to watch it, but I'm just not excited for it. I'm not anticipating it. Like,
2: a the lot of people are like, I'm oh, excited, does
0: not look awesome? Like, okay. The reason I'm excited for it is because it's, uh, Patty Jenkins is still directing. And even though DC mainly has terrible movies, that's because they don't know what to do. And so they're just, so now they're stepping back, and they're like, hey, we're just going to hand this over to directors that know what they're doing. We clearly don't. So we're going to hand it over to Rachel. Hey Jenkins, you did great with the first Wonder Woman. Can you do it again, but with more colors? She's like, yes, I love colors. Throw all the colors. Um, I disagree that DC sucks. There are a couple of I'm movies that I'm talking about suck. the uh, DC extended universe. I'm not talking about anything outside of that.
1: I know, and that's what I'm talking about. I don't think they suck. I think there are a couple of movies that suck. I liked Man of Steel. Um, Batman v
0: Superman wasn't good, but it wasn't the worst movie ever it was um, the worst movie ever justice league wasn't yeah. the worst movie ever but man of steel i want to i want to pull back what i said about man of steel and be like i don't i it, it's not badly made it just feels more like um uh, dr manhattan than superman which is why i didn't like it i don't get that but i still
1: you know i liked man of steel um batman v superman could definitely have been better i actually didn't mind justice league i think justice league was better than batman v superman um i liked uh, liked wonder woman i did not like shazam suicide squad
0: is the worst one
1: because suicide squad is
0: incompetent it's it is suicide squad is total shit oh my god suicide squad is like cats where all the characters are introduced and there's no story there's a story it's just a shit one and it doesn't make any damn
1: sense, uh-huh. and it's like Suicide Squad is Batman? the
0: worst one, and so Birds of Prey can fuck off.
1: Um, I would say to me, No, this is talk about unpopular opinion. I would put Suicide Squad and Shazam in the same boat. I don't like either
0: of them. They're they're both dumb. Um, Batman Shazam, be super- but I I want to I want to say something important. Even if you don't like Shazam, at least it's edited. At least I'm, well, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was edited all the hell. It's probably what's wrong with it. It's exactly um, what's wrong with it. It doesn't feel like a real yeah. movie. It feels like a trailer. It feels like a
1: it feels like a nineties, not even a nineties. It just feels like a music video. That's what it feels like. It feels like a music video that just kept going. Um like it's just really long music video. Um okay. and that you know that brings in another another area. It, to me, it tried to subvert expectations with their, I hate, their take. I off. hate
0: the term subvert expectations. Because it's like you're yes, subverting be- expectations. You expect this to be good. We're gonna subvert that. Exactly. To me, subverting expectations
1: for the sake of subverting expectations is stupid. It's Last dumb. Jedi. If you yes, if you want to subvert my expectations, have right eye. That would have subverted the hell out of my expectations because I expected for exactly what to happen, happen. But it would have been awesome if Kylo lived. Everybody, when we watched The Force Awakens, everybody was like, "Well, Kylo's gonna die." That's like immediately everybody was like, "Yeah, he's gonna die to get his redemption because he's gonna have his redemption because he's this version of Darth Vader." Well, you want expe- you want to subvert my expectations in a good way. In the second movie, have Rey go to the dark side. Explain then that she's a Palpatine. Or Plagueis, or not either of those things. Like you know, maybe have her be his sister. I would have expected that movie a lot. I
2: would
0: have expected a lot if uh, Ray had turned to the dark side and Kylo had turned to the light side in the second movie. In the second movie, and then no, have
1: her go to have her just go to the dark side in the second movie, and the third movie have him come to the light. Have her die and have the rise of Skywalker be Ben Solo, an actual Skywalker. No, his last name is not Skywalker, but at least he is a Skywalker by blood. And, you know, a lot of like I've been challenging people with this online. People are like, it doesn't make any sense that she took the Skywalker name because, you know, she like, yeah, she knew um, she, you know, Leia helped her out. But it doesn't make sense that she like Leia was never even on Tatooine and I'm like I know. And people are like oh she should have taken this name or she should have done this. Some people say that she should have stuck with Palpatine and like changed the name Palpatine and I'm like now that's like saying like Hitler's a good thing now. Now
0: it's not going to happen. Yeah, people but people she, that were called Hitler have changed their name to not be Hitler. Exactly. She can't take Palpatine. You can't yeah. Um but it's to me
1: what's better what would have been what would have made more sense in the story cuz let's face it that happened because of the audience. She changed oh, her name yes. to Skywalker.
0: The entire movie is a fan fiction. Written no, by we're,
1: Reddit. you talking about Rise of Skywalker, by the way. Um, but what I'm talking what about is like the fact... We're talking about Rise of Skywalker. Um, the, the, at the end of Rise of... You haven't seen it yet, have you? No, of course I haven't. You said it sucked. Everyone else said it sucked. I didn't say it sucked. I said... Well, I, before I saw it, I said it sucked. After seeing it, I found it entertaining. Um, but the end... The end was stupid. So at the end to spoiler alert, um, she she lives, Kylo dies. So originally she dies and Kylo lives. She first she kills Kylo. So there's a lot of fake outs. First she kills Kylo, he comes back and then she kills Kylo, then she heals him. Okay. So
0: he comes she, back to what? life yeah she kills him no wonder and then Jeremy she called her mary's fuck is going on
1: oh well she also like we're not gonna get anyway she kills kylo we, then she heals we not him.
0: get into this it sounds like it'll take all day.
1: well no just okay so a quick with the in the very end she lives even though she technically died once um kylo ends up giving his life so she gave her life to him to save him and then she dies and then he gives his life to her to save her and I'm like subvert our expectations
0: have him walk away have her die let her die let her die, but don't I, let her die. I just hate fake out deaths Marvel used to do that okay. a lot they don't anymore ish this
1: movie Chewie dies but he doesn't C-3PO dies but he doesn't Kylo dies twice um Rey dies but then she comes back like yeah there, there's are tons of Jay them James. even him, but he's actually just a manifestation from Leia but whatever um So
2: at the very end,
1: she buries Luke and Leia's, which by the way, Luke's lightsaber is technically Anakin's lightsaber. And she buries it in Tatooine in the sand, which is hilarious because if you remember from the original trilogy, Anakin hates sand. (laughs) So she buried a lightsaber in the funny. And she does it at Luke's old place. The reason why she does this is 100% for the audience and it has 0% to do with what happens in the story. Because what happens in the service. story if she was if she was doing it as like the character, and then at the very end, um a woman asks her what's her name and she says Ray, Ray Skywalker. Had she done it and she stayed in character with the actual story, she wouldn't have gone to Tatooine. She would have gone to, she would have I don't know where she would have gone to because Leia's homeworld is dead. But what um, her home planet? she, she no, most likely. Well, no, the reason why she went to Tatooine is because that's where the saga started. The very first that's place that we reason. are. That's why. again, it's, a, it's, the, it's the, the end. You start where you end where you began. So we went back to Tatooine, to Luke's farm. There's um, absolutely no th- way I'm going to like this. There, it has to do with us, the audience, and not with the character. If you were Rey and you wanted to honor the people who taught you everything you know, again, like I was saying, the people the guy in the in the series that is a father figure to her is han solo in the force awakens Uh and the last jedi or luke the only her only interaction with luke was he was like get the fuck out of here i'm not gonna train you and then he's like okay fine i'm gonna tell you why i'm not gonna train you and then he was just like leave and he kicks her out that's not him being a father figure she didn't she didn't he didn't really even teach her anything so she would have actually she had more chemistry with Han. And then she ends up with, um, like, she ends up kissing Ben. So, what? and he's actually been no longer Kylo. Yeah, he, he gets oh, redeemed. Fuck, so this back. is
0: fan fiction. There's even shipping. Gotta hate this. So, I, you make, you're um, making it sound much worse. What the hell we talking about?
1: The, the little bit of training she does get from someone is from is from Leia. Leia never went by Skywalker. Leia started out as Leia Organa in the original trilogy. And then in the sequel trilogy, she's married to Han Solo. So she's either General Organa or she's Leia Solo. She was never, she, by blood, she's a Skywalker, but she never had that as her last name. So if she was going to take on, based on her relationship to Ben, based on her relationship to Leia, and based on her relationship with Han, she should have said, she should have said Solo. There's no reason in the story she would, would have said Skywalker. But we need the title, and that's the important. Anyway, fuck this movie. That, what the hell were we doing? That title has Ben be the one. Even though his last name is Solo, it's still he's still a Skywalker. It works. Or if you go with the original story that J.J. wanted to tell, which was evident in The Force Awakens, she was supposed to be his sister. She could have been a Skywalker if left to a sister. But then in The Last Jedi, she hit God mode, and there's no coming back from that. So now we have to give
0: her a reason. All right. Anyway. All, right all right. Calm down. We brought, <laughs> we've done our weekly rant about Star Wars. I just right? You went on about for like 40 minutes about cats. I get a five minute stint on Star Wars. Because Maybe we ten. were talking about, we stay on target. <laughs> stay on target. We're That's done. That was it. That's it? That's, That's it? it? Oh, yeah. God. Um, yeah. Okay. So I um, have some other movies up. Uh, for, that are coming out this day. um Okay. There's june Have you seen? Have you uh, read june Because it's based on a an epic, uh in the traditional sense, an epic sci-fi book, and people are excited for Dune. Dune. Ah, okay. I, the whole
1: time I thought you were saying Dune. I'm like, I've never heard of it. Dune. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of it, and uh I saw it when I was a kid, and when well, I kid, I was. It was a while ago, but I wasn't
0: a kid. Um, I thought it was stupid, but hey.
1: The Maybe it won't be as stupid.
0: stupid. People hate the original. Because uh, so, it was stupid. Yeah, because people like the book and everyone's like, if they could nail this, I'm like, ah, if. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, that comes out this year. Yeah, there's the new Mutant. The, there's a new trailer for the new Mutant. And apparently I, I think, that's coming out. Yeah, so I'm kind of on the side of Nando
1: from Nando V Movies. I don't know it's coming out. Like Because he, he's like, is it coming out? I don't think it's coming out. Because so here's the trailer. <laughs> yeah there's been trailers for three years there were trailers it was supposed to come out was it 2018 but it was either no last year it was supposed to come out last year it was either last year or the year before when it was supposed to come out and then disney bought star disney bought um uh fox so then it was shelved indefinitely and now people are like no it's still coming out and we're like it's never coming out and people are like oh there are trailers there have always been trailers that doesn't mean that it's coming out i think it's disney the movie backing
0: was- this one just, and they got. You, uh, I think it's going to be on either Disney Plus. I think it's going to be on Disney Plus. You cut out. I think it's going to be on Disney Plus. I don't think it's going to be a theatrical release.
1: Absolutely. If if they release it, it's going to be a theatrical release. They are absolutely not going to put it on Disney Plus. Okay. Because it's there. Because again, they own Marvel, and that's not like it's a Marvel movie, but it's not Marvel. These um, are it's the other way. Marvel, but it's not a Marvel movie. Is what I'm saying. So they're not going to put competition even though they own it now it's still technically their competition they're not putting that on disney plus remember disney plus is the disney brand this is a movie that was made under fox before disney bought them. so if they release it they're gonna put it out if they put it on a streaming service at all they'll put it on hulu but i doubt they're gonna do that they like if they release it it'll be a theatrical release so they can get some money back from it but okay. i i doubt it'll be released just me personally. But if it gets released, hey, sure, cool, I'm down. Why not? Because the trailers look awesome. But I don't think it's going to be released.
0: So uh, the reason reason I'm going to think it's going to get released is the same reason I think Clash 3 is happening. Uh, The reason that it didn't get released is because Fox got sold. And and then this wasn't released until then. And then Disney was like, we're going to put it on the back burner. But now they're like, yeah, you can do it. It's cheap, I assume. Um... And there's headlines saying it's the director's original vision. So I think it's going to get released. I don't care. It's like, as far as cheap, the only thing they have to, the only thing they'd have to pay
1: for is promotion and distribution. If this, like, because it's already done. The movie's been finished. It's been finished for over a year. It's supposed to come out last year. It was completely finished. But they canned it because, like, right before its release date, Disney was officially the head. And Disney was like, yeah, we're not doing that. And they tossed it. So, um... That's why I'm like, I don't think it's going to come out.
0: Yeah, so... Who knows, maybe. Whether or not it comes out, I'm still not interested. Black Widow, I, I don't care. You, didn't you already mention Oh, no, I mentioned it. Yeah. you mentioned it. Uh, Black Widow, I don't the, care. Why, the reason why I'm not
1: excited for this, even though I'm a huge MCU fan, is because I wanted to write a Black Widow movie, and like my draft of it had certain characters that had to be in it. This trailer has all those characters, but they're not the comic version of those characters and that is like me so okay yeah i'm an mcu fan but i still want some kind of parody with the comics and i'm like really red guardians some like bloated overweight like ex dude like no red guardian was the reason she became she went to um the reason why she became a spy like she was in the red room and she was trained from a young child also i think that it would have been better since fox owns or since D- Disney now owns Fox, just wait because you have the X Men characters. She was originally trained by Wolverine, and so it would be awesome to get that in there.
0: If this but, was yeah, Hugh Jackman and um, Scarlett Johansson teaming yeah. up, I would. Nope. This would be my number one of the year. I can't stand. I, I'm look. Hugh Jackman did a good job as the
1: character, but Wolverine is not six foot seven or whatever the fuck. Wolverine is supposed fun. to. Be- I
0: don't care. The the only get, thing that's really stupid. Perry, When they try and justify his name, and they're like, "It has to do with wolves," and I'm like, "Wolves are not Wolverine's, you dumb piece of shit." (laughs) And the the only, um, the only good, really great story with Wolverine in it, uh, is Logan. Logan is spectacular, and a lot of people were pointing out that, um, Laura, uh, X twenty three is a more comic accurate version of Hugh Jackman you exactly that's my point that's why when you're like oh Hugh Jackman no
1: we need a new Wolverine Marvel has the characters now we need Marvel like I said there's only one character that I don't like the casting of and that's Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow everything else in the MCU I'm like that's that's spot on so don't make the mistake that I mean with Fox it was almost the opposite with Fox I was like there are only two people there's only two pieces of casting that worked for all of the mutants they cast in my opinion. And it was, um, well, okay, I'll say this. There's Professor four, X but X it's and Magneto. Same. Professor X and Magneto, both the old and the young versions, they were cast well, but aside from that, everything else was shit. Like their casting was terrible. Don't take the shit casting into the MCU. Be your own thing. Reboot the shit. Um, but yeah, so the red guardian in the comics is the Russian version of Captain America. So this fucker should look like a bigger version of Chris Evans. I mean, yeah. But freaking David Harbour, like, after binge eating for three years, like, no, don't, no. Also, she was married to him. So in the comics, she was married. They had her marry him um, when she was, like, 18 or 19. She marries him. They are together for like a year or so and then he was supposed to be a test pilot so this is when she was supposed to be a ballerina they have like these cover stories right she's supposed to be a ballerina he's supposed to be a test pilot and then um he goes off and during a test piloting expedition he gets killed but he doesn't actually get killed what they do is tournament they basically ignite right the the um red guardian program and he becomes a Russian super soldier, which you can't have a family if you're a super soldier. So basically, he's like the Winter Soldier and Captain America in one. Um, And she goes on to be Black Widow. And then when they tell her that he's dead, then they basically ignite her into the Black Widow program, and she becomes Black Widow. And then years later you know like 20 years later she sees him and she's like what the shit you're not dead and there's this really cool comic where she is supposed to kill him but she can't right you know she can't do it and he's trapped i think hawkeye and he's trapped hawkeye and somebody else um because she's dated like most of the marvel roster and at this point she wasn't dating hawkeye but she had dated him and, um... Which is so weird, The situation-
0: when I first saw them, I thought they were siblings. What, in the MCU? Yeah. I uh, well, they were raised the MCU- together and adopted um, together. Uh, they have a oh, brother-sister no. thing going
1: on. Okay, so even in the MCU, they're not siblings, but they do have a brother-sister thing going on in the MCU. In the comics, they end up with that kind of camaraderie, but they started out... She was... So she's like, number one seductress, right? She, um... She and he get together. They create some crimes. He ends up being caught by, um, by S.H.I.E.L.D. And he gets, or not S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm sorry. He's caught by um, the Avengers. And the Avengers are like, we can imprison you or we can recruit you. And they decide to recruit him. And then she's like, well, fuck it, I'm on my own. Because, again, like she says in the movies, like Regime j- regimes change all the time. So she's like, all right, well, that's over. And she just moves on. But she's still, you know, she's still Black Widow. And, but originally, Black Widow was a super spy, but she was she was for Russia and against the U.S. She originally came to the U.S. to take Tony Stark's um, Iron Man. They thought that it was a bodyguard. They didn't know it was a suit. So she was trying to kidnap the bodyguard, and uh, she found that it was a suit. She was going to steal the suit, and Tony caught her.
0: Um, it's and... very funny that that was their cover story. It'd be like if Bruce Wayne was like, "Yeah, Batman, he's my bodyguard." Yes. It was very much like that. Um,
1: so they, um, what ends up happening is when she gets caught, Hawkeye is like, let, you know, instead of instead of being you know, either shipped back to Russia, which would have been not good because you know spies can't get caught, or just killed because you know espionage, um, he was like just joining the Avengers. And at first she's like, no, fuck that. And then she's like, all right, fuck it.
0: <laughs> she became an Avenger. Okay. Um, and then she. This incredible. sounds great. And- and I, I'm was, sad that it's not translating in the trailer. It's not, yeah. Because obviously, like,
1: in the trailer, it makes it look like they're, like, she goes back to Russia and she's with Elena Belova, who is another Black Widow. Um, in the comics, Yelena, Blacklo- Yelena Belova is a younger Black Widow who is just as skilled as she is. So the Black, like, Black Widow is not just her. It's a program. And it's the top performing, so it's as if Captain America was like one of many super soldiers and it was like a, it's like a, a a thing you could step into. And so after she defected to the U.S. and joined the Avengers, then another girl came up and that's Yelena Belova. And it's like, it's like the person who gets the top marks um, in the red room, that person is named the Black Widow. And so there's a new Black Widow and she ends up discovering that it's Yelena. And at first they try to kill each other and then they end up working together. That is what I wanted. But instead, like, it's like, she's like her sister. Like, she knows who she is. And she's like her sister from Russia. And then like, yeah, they fight for a little bit, but then don't try to kill each other. And then they're all, it's like a family thing. And I'm like, you're ruining it! So that's why I'm not excited to see it. I will still see it because maybe I'm wrong. But that's why I'm not excited to see it.
0: I hope you're wrong. I like good movies, and I hope you like this one. Like uh, There's a new Mulan coming out, and I'm like, great, but also, fuck you. Yeah, I'm um, over it with, um, with me their, their live the, the live remakes. Like, comics why? remakes, even the animated ones, are terrible. All of them are bad. They're bad movies, because it's like you're copying someone else's homework, but you're incompetent, and yeah. also you think you're better than them, and smug. It's like, oh, there's uh, a couple of lines that are plot holes in Beauty and the Beast. We're going to fix those lines. You're welcome. We've justified our existence. I'm like, no, you haven't. Go fuck yourself. Also, like, uh, The Lion Sleeps Tonight was sung during the fucking day. So you're an idiot. (laughs) The the trailer looks really good, though. If, if, If it wasn't for literally every other movie that they've ever done, I'd be excited for this. Right? Yeah. If it, if
1: if this, I have to say, if Mulan was the first live action reboot they did, I would be down. But it's because it's like they just keep doing it. And I'm like, no, just stop. I can't go see it because you're going to keep doing it. Stop. 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 <laughs> so don't do anymore. We don't need a live action of everything. Just stop. Next is gonna be freaking live action Rapunzel or Pocahontas or Mulan or Moana. Like, just stop. No more. Let things be cartoons. Um, yeah, exactly. that's kinda- <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, here's a here's one that you're gonna love that I'm gonna talk about. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Okay. Disney might release the JJ cut of of Rise of Skywalker.
0: That's, that's probably from some fucktard in on Reddit. I don't give a shit. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, so- news or organizations are like, sources say, and like, what source? Where did this come Oh, it was some, it, do you know, I actually, I actually read about this. I, I actually read about this because I was like, there's no way that this is a real headline. Because it's just like the uh, sign cut, like literally exactly. This. And also, um, but it came from a Reddit, a subreddit dedicated to hating Star Wars. And someone anonymously posted on that on that that uh, this was happening, and then all the news sites ran with it because they're incompetent. <laughs> because they're gone, Um Well, you never know though, because here's the thing:
1: from the reports, like it, it's a really weird thing in the industry. So, um, Rise of Skywalker is number one at the box office, but it's still underperforming. And the reason why That's because is because they spend
0: too much money.
1: Yes. So there are certain expectations for you know specifically not just disney movies but specifically star wars movies and it is horribly underperforming those it's still enough to be number one every week but it's nowhere near like so in other words like it'll get 35 million well it was projected to get like 70 so it's half but it's still like the next closest movie is like 10 million so technically yeah it is still dominating the box office but it's massively underperforming um and so it makes sense that Disney would do that because of all the hashtag release, the JJ cut. Um, and they, here's the thing. If it's massively underperforming, how do you get people to come back out? You re-release it. You really, you're like, okay, fine, fuck it. Here, here's a JJ cut. You're going to give me more money? I think they would actually do it because it's, so, it's underperforming
0: so badly. Didn't they and do so that I exact think, thing? Didn't they add fil- footage to implore uh, and it was pointless and stupid? No what ha- no it was so
1: not it, it was the exact opposite situation with infinite not it wasn't infinity war it was endgame with endgame it was so close to being to to hitting uh number one worldwide box office of all time that they were like oh like it, it, they could see that it was already on its way out and they were like man we just need one little push to get it to the top and they were like okay we're gonna re-release with six minutes of X, of additional footage, but here's where they messed up. See, they could have done it, and this this is the one place where Disney really screwed the pooch. Had they, or Marvel, I should say, had they re-released it with the I don't know what you would call it. I guess the respect scene for Tony um, at the end when he dies. There's before moving on to the next scene, like to the funeral. There's a scene that's extended footage where everybody kneels it starts with uh with black panther and um it's kind of interesting because when it gets to captain america he doesn't so much kneel as just fall to his knees because he's spent and um and everybody on the battlefield once tony dies everybody on the battlefield takes a knee that would
2: and it's be a very
1: so good and they didn't put that in there instead they put some like rendered version that's not full that's like not even finished of like The Hulk coming in and saving somebody from an apartment that nobody gives a shit about. That could have been on the DVD, on on like the Blu-ray. What should have been re-released in theaters is that scene. Because when we saw that, we were like, oh man, you have to see that. That's worth going through and watching the movie again for just to see every single hero stop and take a knee. That would have been worth the re-release. But no, they put in something stupid nobody gives a shit about. But it doesn't matter because people like me were like, you want my money so you can make it to number one? here's my money do you need any more so yeah
0: um okay next up is the eternals uh does that come out this year uh huh oh, okay i don't but know There's no trailer no there's no trailer for uh, it yet yeah so
1: that's why it, it didn't make my list because there has to be at least there there's to be something yeah, <laughs> there's I, no
0: i i, I, need I think there's the the uh but the eternals sounds like an interesting concept interesting concept
1: yes um it is but again i I'm not just gonna go because there's, there's there's an MCU label on it. It's gotta be. It's gotta at least look good because I think Shang Chi comes out this year, and again, it like it could be awesome or it could be Iron Fist. I don't know. I have to see the trailer first. So
0: I think that Shang Chi seems like a direct response to the criticisms of Iron. Yeah, um, you would have been- Iron Man three
1: because it is. It's a direct response to the criticisms in Iron Man three because okay. the villain in is the original the Mandarin? Oh, that's which, who that fucker is. Yeah, they oh. they totally fucked the Mandarin in Iron Man Three, and then they were like, "No, just kidding. He really is real, and he's coming back. He'll be in a movie." And then people were like, "You fucking killed off Iron Man. There's no way for him to come back." And they were like, "Is there?" And so yeah, that's
0: cool. This I, I like that way they basically it. were like, you, "Yeah, um, from you what I understand, it, Mandarin it is." It'd be like if the first time we saw the Joker, who's uh, Batman's greatest nemesis, it was just a, some clown, literally, just a clown, taking the name of Joker. Yeah. And then uh, that's the first time we saw it, and everyone got pissed, and then they released something saying uh, where the Joker comes in, the real Joker. Fucking Mark Hamill, right? Comes in <laughs> and it is, um, kills him. Something like that. Pretty much what they did in a one-shot. Um,
1: so in a one shot for Thor, the dark world, there's, it's called all hail the king. And That's what happens sorry. is uh, Trevor Slattery comes in like Trevor Slattery's in prison and he's called in to meet the real, the Mandarin. Cause the Mandarin is like, I don't like that. You've taken, you know, you, you've taken my name and, um, and I will give Disney credit. The 10 rings was established in the first movie, because if you go back and you watch Iron Man, the 10 rings is who kidnapped him. The Ten Rings is meant the Mandarin's um, organization. So the Ten Rings has been all through Iron Man, but they didn't do him justice in Iron Man 3. That is not why I don't like that movie. I don't like the movie. It's not because of that. I mean, that's it's not great that they did that, but I don't like that movie for other reasons because a lot of people are like, oh, you just made because of blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, it's not a good thing that they did it, but no, that's not why Iron Man 3 sucked. Iron Man 3 sucks because it broke canon, but we're, we'll not get into that.
0: No, That's let's not get into that. Um, Pixar, uh, Pixar, and Disney Animation are on the Disney train of let's not do anything original or fun. Um, but you have stuff like Coco and Inside Out as well. But this year they're releasing two original animated movies, and I'm like, yes, do that thing. Uh, so they're doing Onward, which is um, about these magical creatures in modern day, and uh, they bring their dad, ba- they're trying to bring their dad back to life, but he's just pants. Which is very oh, that's funny. The one, right? Yeah. Uh, and then there's another one called Soul, which I don't know much about. Um, soul? Yeah, it's ba- it's exactly what you think it is. Someone uh, dies, I think, and they're getting reincarnated and it's their soul um, figuring out who they are. It's the classic, your special message in every Disney movie. <laughs>
2: okay. Uh,
0: and, and Sonic. I don't care about Sonic. But you motherfuckers, you made them redesign Sonic. So if you care enough to put that shit on Twitter, go see fucking Sonic. Okay, then. Don't be jackasses. Not- I'm not going to okay. see
1: it, though. I don't care. I don't care about Wait, Sonic. No, you- it's a sex mess. You rant, and now you're going to be a hypocrite and be like, no, I'm not going to see it.
0: I didn't Just tell wrong. them to change it. Um no, well, I don't care. Um, there's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the same
1: trailer everybody else did, but I didn't get the reaction everybody else did. Well, people so, were just
0: jacking off to Ghostbusters, but um, the trailer didn't show yeah, us much.
1: Yeah, the trailer like barely hinted on it being Ghostbusters at all, and everybody's like, "That's how you do nostalgia." I'm like, it, it was. They basically pulled a Jurassic World of like, "Hey, here's a new generation. We're gonna have new stuff, and it's gonna be. We're gonna." back to nostalgia every 10 minutes. So yeah, don't you love this now? I feel like that's what both of those did. So Jurassic World did, and that's what uh, this trailer did. And I'm like, fine, sure, let's do it. I don't care. It isn't, like, I'm not excited to see it. I don't care. I'll, will I see it? Maybe. Possibly. I didn't watch the last Ghostbusters one because it looked stupid. And everybody's like, oh, it's really stupid. This one looks like, meh, maybe. It could be. This is one of those ones where, like, I'm gonna have to see another trailer because the first trailer wasn't enough for me to that's give a shit, a shit or not give a shit.
0: Teaser trailer doesn't yeah. really tell that's you what I,
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, I have to watch the full. I have to watch the next trailer to get it. Whereas, like, um, with some, like, with Avengers Infinite Avengers Endgame, after watching Infinity War, I was like, I don't want to know a damn thing. Just inject it into my veins. Let's go. Because the way <laughs> Infinity War, like, that was a cliffhanger. Half of everybody died, and it was like I don't want to. I don't he need to hear anything from Marvel. I'm just gonna watch the next two movies. I don't even want to see trailers for them. I'm gonna watch them because this obviously has to do with what's gonna happen with Endgame because they're coming out in the, in between. And they did. Both of those movies had plot points to do with and you know the characters from those movies were heavily involved with the plot and Endgame um and then i was like i don't want to see a single trailer for endgame i don't want to know what happens i don't want to see somebody possibly living and i love the fact that at the premiere of endgame all of the people who died in infinity war whenever they were asked a question like what happens in this movie and or like what is your character or how does your character come back or anything any question or if they were like oh does your character anything they asked any question and they were like my character's dead that was all they would say my character's dead Like I watched Chadwick Boseman the other day and somebody was trying her damnedest to get him to say anything and he was just like, he just kept repeating, my character's dead. And like Tom Holland um, people were next (laughs) to him intentionally like there to put their hands
0: over his mouth so that he couldn't say a word. (laughs) I fucking love the fact that Tom Holland spoils shit. I don't care that it's a bit. I love it. It's not really a bit. He's just very young and enthusiastic. It's sort, of, it's sort of a bit like they made, they gave him, they like spoiled this, like the reveal of the Spider-Man poster. Yeah, they gave it to. Well, him that was to reveal it
1: they gave him specifically and let him do it. But see, that's not that. It's kind of a bit in that instance, but that was official, so it's not really a spoiler. It's they're like, yeah, you can say this, and like to the extent with with Tom Holland. He did not get
0: the script for Endgame. It's very he funny got, the fact that he did not. And I want to point out he spoiled the only scene he was in. They he didn't know what like he
1: didn't know he was at, who he was acting opposite of because they were literally for, for Endgame specifically his script was redacted. Like he only got his scenes and the people he was talking to was redacted. He literally was only able to hear his lines. <laughs> and so and even then some of them we well, like until the day he didn't, and then um, with Mark Ruffalo, they lied to him. Like they did pretty much the same thing with him. They lied
0: to him about everything the because he streamed the first like ten minutes he, of uh, Infinity War or something. Ragnarok. Um, but with him, he in an interview he spoiled
1: something, but because they lied to him, he accidentally spoiled the wrong thing because he was under the impression that they were um, they were they were filming a wedding scene and uh, Sebastian Stan clarified it later. He was like, yeah, they were told that they were going to see a wedding and everybody just assumed, Oh, well, you know, Steve and Peggy are getting married. Um, because remember they filmed infinity war and Endgame back to back. So they didn't know, like, you know, they didn't, they didn't know that. Um, well, actually I think Peggy was already dead, but people came back anyway. So they didn't, they were just like, Oh, are not Peggy. Was it Peggy? I think they may have thought he was going to marry Sharon, but anyway, everybody just assumed it was captain America getting married. And what it was was Tony Stark's death scene, and I um, know, like I his know, little. Play like, about spoilers funeral. this much. And so um, he actually spoiled like, oh, well, when we filmed your wedding, right? But that wasn't a wedding. <laughs> was a they act like it Sebastian, was a spoiler anyway. Yeah, later, later, Sebastian Stan was like, yeah, we were, you know, we were dressed up for suits and tuxes and everything, and we were told we were filming a wedding, and then when we got to set, they were like, Tony Stark dies. To <laughs> most people. Yeah, they they didn't tell him until they were on the set and they were like, yeah, you're filming a a, a death, you're filming like the the end of the the era kind of situation like you're filming his death scene. Because they filmed I think they filmed that before they filmed the scene where he actually dies. So, um and that also explains why when you look at all of the like afterwards when they released all the press, um Robert Downey Jr is not in a lot of it. He like he'll, he's taking pictures. But he's not in the scenes because he's already dead when they're doing this. Like that, uh, the dinner that he did—he he threw a lunch for—not um, dinner, it was lunch for all the women of Marvel. And a lot of people were like, "Hey, Scarlett Johansson's not there. She was dead already." <laughs> so, and the reason he was able to throw it is because his character was dead already. <laughs> That's very really funny. So, yeah. Um, okay. Next Anything up, next up is Bill and Ted. Eh, I'm kind of like okay. Despite the fact that a majority of my movies were sequels, I'm over it with reboots. Well, uh, technically, this is a sequel, I think. It's yeah, a sequel. I think this is a Ted
0: 3, Bill and Ted Face the Music. It's got Keanu Here's Reeves and the- that guy from Pill and Ted in it. Here's the... <laughs> Alex Winter. it <laughs> got Keanu Reeves and the guy from
1: Bill and Ted. I love it. Um, stop. Just just let some things go. Yeah,
0: just there's stop. no way this work Because when you're a dumb slacker... When you're in your 20s, it's funny. When you're a dumpsucker and you're pushing, what, is he 50 now? He's got to be 50. They're They're in the 50s. Yeah, when you're doing that crap in your 50s, it's pathetic. Same thing with The Matrix. They're doing a Matrix 4,
1: and I'm like, just let it go. Just stop. Let it be what it was. When you, to me, doing this is on par with the Star Wars sequel trilogy. If you had left it alone... It would have been better i think it, it i think it would have lived on in memories better but coming back you've like with the last jedi it actually altered canon and that's the thing like if you were just gonna tell a story that's you know if you're just gonna tell like the next story the story what happens next that's fine whatever but no they when they keep going they end up fucking up the thing that we liked in the first place because they go back and they change canon so just leave it alone just leave it alone just leave it alone, leave it alone. i don't need to the matrix Matrix is one of my favorite movies of all time leave it alone let it be don't go back and change the canon and be like well no really what no don't do that leave it alone let it be the matrix the same with bill and ted like bill and ted is not a great series it's goofy but it is what it is
0: wayne's world goofy but it is what it is it's entertaining the first movie worked really well and then the sequel just didn't uh It it wasn't as good, and now you're coming back in your 50 You're in your 50s. Stop it.
1: We don't don't need this. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. And it's funny because I absolutely love Keanu Reeves, and so my friends are like, oh, aren't you excited? He's coming back to do Ted again. And I'm like, no. No, I'm not. Leave it alone.
0: Anyway, um, there's a movie called Free Guy coming out, which looks really stupid, but it looks so bad and so baffling that people, like, is this secretly trailers for the new Deadpool movie? I'm like, you're pushing.
1: No, it's not. But, that.
0: How, um, but how much do people not want to see Free Guy that they're like, this can't be a real movie? Because <laughs> it's just so stupid.
1: Basically, I mean, it's a, it's a quasi-decent concept of like, what would it be it's like for the characters?
2: Concept.
1: Yeah, it, it's like, so the concept is like, what is, what is life like for the actual characters of a video game? And that's, that's the whole movie. Yeah, that's Wreck-It <laughs> Ralph. Yeah, but live action. So yeah, it's a live action mean?
0: Wreck-It Ralph with Deadpool because Ryan Reynolds plays Deadpool in everything. Yeah, uh, kind of. Yeah, I don't care about it. No, uh, no. Uh, what's Side story? I don't care. I I don't care. But um, Steven Spielberg is directing it, so maybe I should.
1: Yeah, I, that doesn't make me care either. Yeah, still There's a new Venom like movie. Is that coming out this year or next year? Uh,
0: I thought it was next year. Oh, kind of pushed it back. This list is not. I, don't trust this list 100%. Uh, there's a new Doolittle movie. Okay, so normally I wouldn't care about something like Doolittle, but wasn't he a vet in the first one? Why is there a dragon? I don't know that he's not
1: a vet in this one, because they don't really tell you anything about him. You just see him in, like, adventures.
0: He's, he's going on an adventure. This is, this is weird. This is like, uh, is this like Indiana Jones is a history teacher, but like, who cares, because he's fighting Nazis? Probably. Is he a vet and then he goes on an adventure and this then this is just a side gig to go on adventures with talking animals, probably, yeah, it's weird like yeah um junior's first post Marvel like
1: post Tony Stark role because I'm like, this is what you choose to do. It's very I funny' thought he been doing something more like uncut gems, but apparently he's in that like that standard fifties actor of like, oh I have kids I want to put out kids movies now
0: kind of mentality. Which is very funny because um the greatest showman with Hugh Jackman's favorite uh, was Hugh Jackman's first post Wolverine role and you can feel the passion of that it's not good but you can feel his passion which is one of the things that works about it and everyone loves that movie as long as you don't care that it's you know bad but all the um <laughs> but you, it's successful because everyone likes the music and, I but, did not because. For one,
1: like I was down when I saw the first trailer, until they started singing, I was like, "It's a goddamn
0: musical!" And then I was like, a I was, Have you seen Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman is the kind is the kind of musical lover that would have made uh, Wolverine sing if he could. Nope. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no. you won't like it.
1: So there's a movie called Australia.
0: Might I remind you of that? Yeah. Yeah, that movie sucks. Oh, he, I know. That's my point. That movie um, made <laughs> that, that movie is so bad. Every Australian is like, every Australian has seen that movie, and no Australian likes that movie. It's shit. And uh, we're like, just do uh, Crocodile Dundee or some shit. (laughs) Which, by the way,
1: I thought they were doing a Crocodile Dundee movie, but apparently, was it a movie or was that just, I think it was just commercials. Oh yeah, that was a tourist ad. That actually looked like it would have been good. It would have been. It looks like fun. with, uh, With Chris Hemsworth, and I can't remember the dude's name, the other guy.
0: Probably he was the guy in from
1: crocodile Dundee um no he was in the end he was in um eastbound down on hbo i can't remember his name off the top of my head but he's an actor that like does a lot of goofy shit <clears throat> but it was but it, like the way that the, the the commercials looked it worked i thought those were trailers for a movie but they weren't they were just like i think weren't they just um australia publicity trailers uh, yeah, it was for the Australian Tourist Board. Yeah, Danny McBride, that's his name. Yeah, and, but that looked like it would have been a really funny Crocodile Dundee, and it wouldn't have even had to have been a reboot because they, had, they explained that he was a son. But no, they couldn't give us a decent movie like that. They had to redo Villain Fucking Ted.
0: If as, I'd like to point out that it might be good. You might come back and be like, I was wrong. though You have a good eye for this Pig. sort of thing. There's a new one called Death on the Nile. There's a new the Kenneth Branagh doing Agatha Christie uh, stuff. He did um, Murder on the Orient Express and the sequel, Death on the Nile. I'm so fucking excited because it's Kenneth Branagh and his stupid mustache doing uh, this. Do you know what? The, the, the feelings that people have towards Knives Out, I have for uh, Murder on the Orient Express. I fucking love that movie. I love Kenneth Branagh. I love that movie. This is the fucking it's going on my top ten list. I just didn't see the trailer. I didn't put it on. God, I love Kenneth Branagh. Kenneth Branagh uh, played um, Gilroy Lockhart, and he was so Kenneth Branagh in that movie. You have no idea.
1: I mean, I saw it, so I kind of do.
0: <laughs> but sure. He's so Kenneth Branagh. I, I So I'm looking for to death on Nile because it's Kenneth Branagh. Okay. And, and I like the first one.
1: And you like the first one. Okay.
0: Uh, the a trailer for
1: am uh, Not yet. Yeah, you keep throwing in these, like... So
0: basically, you hear about these, and you're like, yeah, I want to see that. To yeah. me, like, I... I more it's not on my top ten about- list because I didn't see the the movie. This is just other stuff that looks interesting. <laughs> um, right. I think that's it. That's all I care that's about it. right now. Oh, there's um a Morbius meet, apparently. Um, is that the Morbius? I think it is. Like Batman, uh, DC
1: vampires. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, because like
0: um yeah, it is. Um, I just Bio remember when you're Morbius, Michael Morbius. Um, tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but but inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. I hate it when that happens. Yeah, it happens pretty much in all vampire
1: movies now. Um, so I just remember from the Batman comics, um, Batman sits in the was it the Morbius chair? Moby, Never mind, it was Mobius chair. Yeah, never mind. I'm thinking of something else, but he is okay. from DC. But there, there's a Mobius um, chair where it and he learned it tells you everything that you want to know you just have to ask you you ask a question you get the answer um and it basically made batman a god and the one question he asked was who is the joker because it's the one thing he's supposed to be like the world's greatest detective and that's the one thing he never figured out um and the one question he asked was who is the joker and the answer what we didn't hear the answer but he gets the answer and he goes no and That's it was like
0: that was the end of it amazing yeah so fuck you you cop out.
1: <laughs> but well later in like a later series they explain that what he may have um known or he, what he may have heard was that there were three jokers um and one of them so yeah i think i think he learned that there were three jokers and there were different ones um I know in the comics, there are three distinct, different Jokers, and I think they were trying to, like, bring that together, but, um, and one of them is his mother. In a parallel oh, yeah. universe, I saw that he dies, and his dad becomes Batman, his mom becomes a Joker. That was great. Actually that,
0: int- that was, I saw um, the animated of that. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I don't think Morbius is coming out, though. I I don't know what DC is doing, but I think this <laughs> is <just> inaccurate. <isn't> <laughs> um,
2: okay. That's it. Um <clears throat>
0: That's up. for now.
2: That's
1: it. I'm still like I'm looking at the cats trailer and I'm like I like it's obvious shit and everybody's saying it's shit, but because everybody is so enthusiastic about how shit it is, it is intriguing because you're like, Well, I can't, like, I
0: can't emphasize enough how much you need to see this in cinemas and not at home at home you have an escape you have your phone you can make a coffee you can pause it no you need to experience this in the dark surrounded by people that are just as baffled as you if you do not experience the cinemas you cannot watch it at home there is no way that you'll get the same experience.
1: in a way i would say that's exactly the same as avatar because exactly. avatar, it's is... like
0: avatar except shit it is the shit uh-huh. version of avatar <laughs>
1: Okay. I might check it out, but not until I see, you know, better, like, good movies. Uh, the next one I want I mean, to see it unc-
0: But it's next not going week- to be in movies for very long. I, it might, because this is January. January doesn't have,
1: like, stuff coming out or, you know, anything. Um, January and February are the thinnest months, so it could stick out around a little bit longer. Especially since there's rumors that they, too, are going to release, uh, they're going to do a re-release um where because they're like apparently going to fix some of the cgi because it was just total shit and so they're like gonna do a re-release to to be like here is that better and most people were like no the story's still shit <laughs> you could fix the cgi and make it look
0: seamless the, like to point still out no- the, the things that they fixed didn't help they didn't fix the design okay. it's not a sonic situation they just uh made finished, they literally couldn't finish it it was oh the- my god I can't explain cats. You have to. No, no. I thought th- 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 you saw the you saw the original theatrical
1: release. I don't think you saw the redo. I, don't,
0: no, the redo- I saw the the I saw the, uh, the original one with the wedding and I'm like, how could you miss yeah. that?
1: Yeah, that's you saw the original. well, they went back and like decided to take that out <laughs> and like clean up a couple other things. And people and they were like, is it better now? And people were like, no, it's no. no. I don't know. What um, so, anywho, uh, that's it for this week. Next week, we're gonna talk about we're gonna do like a catch up of the movies that we've
0: seen, uh, not including our, our our top ten list, uh, or just the ones that we uh, we feel interesting nah, but haven't brought up yet. Yeah, um, yeah, movies
1: that like yeah, movies that we saw like like I what did I see last? Or what, I saw something the other day. Oh, I remember? I see a lot of movies, man. I just, you know what's what's sad is like I feel like I used to see a lot of movies. But then I haven't lately, and I feel like I'm, like, behind on a lot of movies. You ran out. I, I, You've I, watched all the movies, and now you're done. I didn't, though. There's, so, like, for example, uh, oh, It Man 4. That was what I saw. Um, I haven't seen Jumanji 2. Um, I haven't seen Uncut Gems yet. Here's the thing. I haven't seen A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood because I'm afraid it's, like, one of those feeling movies. And I don't like
0: feelings. Ew, feelings. Give me explosions, right? Pew pew bang bang. See cats. That'll give you feelings. No anger, concern, arousal, disappointment. What? Okay. What? I thought you were just gonna say confusion,
1: but you went a whole different direction. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about the stuff, and then of course
0: by next week I'll have seen more. So um, I'm determined. I'm going to see if I can see Little women, um by the by next week, and I'll also see a bunch of crap off flicks. Okay, I might check out Ford v Ferrari. It
1: wasn't the kind of movie that I was into, but then everybody's like, "Oh, it's so good." But that doesn't necessarily mean anything because those same people are like, "Oh, 1917 is good," and these are the same people who think that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was awesome. And I'm like, "Did we watch the same movie?" Um, so I'm I might check it out. I'll definitely have seen Uncut Gems, and I may have seen Jumanji: The Next Level. But anything I really
0: else liked is first. Up- uh, Jumanji, so I might see that one as
1: well. I might, might check out Ford v Ferrari. I might check out Jumanji. I'm definitely gonna have checked out Uncut Gems after that. Because here's the thing: another thing that influences my movie, like what I watch, is pretty much what's what the time. Because I tend not to go to the movies until like 10 o'clock. So if I choose to go to the movies and the last showing of something was 9:30, well, I'm not gonna watch that movie. Obviously, I'm gonna watch something else. Um, and then also I don't like to go unless it's the night that it released. If it's a Thursday night, I have no problem being in a packed house. If it's not a Thursday night, I don't like to be around a lot of people because so many people use their cell phones and I hate them or they like (laughs) talk really loud. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like I am one of those movie snobs. That's like, we're here to watch a movie, do nothing else. Let's just watch a movie.
0: The only time I will forgive um people talking as if i hate the movie like for example well, yeah. people people and me talked all the way through cats but like who cares it was cats <laughs> and that's Indeed. part of the fun if it wasn't for them i'd be miserable and probably would have walked out but at this point you can't walk out of cats because you know what the
1: hell amc is sending me a deal for teens only i'm not a teen they don't know man that. sneak in <laughs> no, it's it. No, the movie, my movie, I wouldn't have to pay for. But it's a um for a five dollar coke and popcorn. I don't like popcorn, and I don't drink soda. But still, though, I'm not a teenager. Why are you sending it to me?
0: I'm old enough anyway,
1: to a teenager. That's entirely sad. I'm not. I don't want to talk to you anymore.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, in that case, you can follow us on our various social media.
1: Yeah, all of them. were there somewhere except TikTok. I'm not doing we're definitely
0: that. not on TikTok.
1: Yeah, we're, we're you know, all all the things. We're on all the things, and uh, we're, we're either Adventures or Cinema Adventures Pod. One of those two. I think we're Cinema Adventures Pod on everything, aren't we? Uh no,
0: because I ran out of letters on Twitter. That's what, aren't we Cinema Adventures Pod on like Twitter? I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I ended up spelling it because of the letters, but uh, you can uh, follow. Uh, the links will be in the description. Yeah. Oh,
1: just look up look look us up on like there's it's in the description and then you know we're, we're on all the things we're i'm just gonna keep it. saying we're on repeatedly because it's kind of fun mm-hmm. to say
0: even though you're not gonna see uh cats and i don't blame you You might see if you if you see cats we're talking about cats um but if you don't end up seeing cats i um am probably gonna talk about it on another podcast um yeah aren't you going to the podcast to talk about it yeah um one good thing does bad movies and i was talking with them but that's not going to be for like a while Uh okay but they basically a lot they review uh bad movies or movies people think are bad and then they're like but these these few things are pretty good about it and i'm like i know nothing about cats that's good (laughs) except for the fact that it's amazing
1: amazingly
0: by everything
1: that's this is getting scary
0: anyway uh follow the links um I, <laughs> it's been fun. It has. It's for more movies now.
1: It's another long one and you get to do all the editing to bring it down to a reasonable time.
0: Huh? Oh, fuck. Bye.
2: <laughs> Bye.